It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome in. It's Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Hall of Famers galore on set today. Vinny Maliola, Chris Andrews, alongside me, of course, Gone Gaming for Vinny. Chris runs the joint behind us here at the South Point Sportsbook. Gentlemen, go. it's a football Friday. Oh, That's baby. right, buddy. Here we go. We're oh, ready. Always a good always a good time. We will see Jimmy Vaccaro at some point today. We will see Jimmy in the next hour. In the next right. hour? We, yes. we, we think has, for now, 3.15? He, he has a couple of meetings between now and then. <laughs> Is that a, the yeah. spa? <clears throat> no, actually, he's heading to the gift shop to get candy for the girls. Well, okay, that is, yeah. that is that is good. That, I mean, that's a fine a, human being. A, worth, uh, yes, one of a kind. <laughs> one of a kind, say, say for the very least. All right, let's get to it, gentlemen. Football Friday. We will work in a little bit of baseball as well because yeah. you guys have the World Series exactus that we'll get to a little bit later. Right. But let's start with football. Uh, last night, Bears in, into the win column for the first time in 2023. Uh, how was that result there, Chris? Fantastic. But I got to say, we were pretty even on that game. We had a lot of stuff with uh, teasers and money line uh, parlays and that sort of thing going to Washington. But as far as the point spreads, uh, we had a lot of wise guy play on, on the dog. And, of course, okay. the public was right. on the favorite. No surprise there. My team lost 14 in a row. Yeah. Boy, that's hard. You know, but there was guys I, I, I like to listen to. There's there are certain guys I like to l- listen to. Um, who were saying that there was signs of improvement coming out of Chicago. And, of course, they played fairly well last week. And uh, I got to say, Fields looked like a pro quarterback last night. And uh, the defense played okay. Good enough. You know, the defense was okay. I wouldn't go overboard. But the offense really, really clicked. And I think a lot of it had to do with uh, Washington not clicking. And that goes for offense and defense. How many times did this kid get sacked yesterday? Near in his face all game. It's been a problem the whole year for for Washington. Yeah. I mean, they win their first. They win their first two. They get smashed by Buffalo, and yeah. then could have beaten Philadelphia, and then that against arguably the worst team in the league coming. Yeah, I, I think uh, that coaching staff uh, got to be looking in the mirror, and uh, I think uh, particularly Jack Del Rio. Yeah. I think his job is definitely on the line here I, very I very soon. I would imagine again, Eric Bieniemy, of course, comes over yeah. from Kansas City, probably with the hopes of, hey, do at least have the offense look good. If everything else doesn't look good, I'm going to get yeah. this head coaching job with the new ownership. And they still got to protect that quarterback. They a lot do better. I they mean, do. he's getting beat. He, he's. I saw his sack race is worse than David Carr's, and we. It's not good. <laughs> he got beat up so bad. First number one draft choice, and didn't last more than a couple years just because he got beat up so bad. Carr, Carr was sacked 76 mm-hmm. times in his rookie year. Yeah, whatever, however many games. And what's the kid's name that, uh, uh, for uh, Washington, the starter? Sam Howell. Sam, Sam Howell. I'm horrible with these names. But anyway, he's been sacked at a rate, whatever the That's however worse than- starting, however many starting games he has, worse than what uh, Carr went through when he was a rookie. It was uh, it was as bad as the Bills game. Uh, it was pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, so, but but look, how about the, the, the matchup uh, or the combination of, of Fields and Moore? I think Moore had over 100 yards in the first quarter, didn't he? Well, Moore, Moore should have had three touchdowns. I mean, last yeah. um, we never saw that replay. Yeah, we, a, we still we will never know, Chris. A, yeah, <laughs> a pretty spirited uh, effort by the Bears, no question about it. I mean, and you know, listen, Chris hit on it. I mean, from our side of the counter, it it didn't allow Thursday night to be the jump start for the weekend. You know, just about every Thursday so far in that first month of the season was a jump start of 
yeah. the parlays, the teasers uh, that uh, that Chrissy referenced. So uh, a difference last night. So it's almost like a reload. Now, not that anybody did not have the Bears last night. I mean, anybody that uh, that grabbed them with, uh, at six and a half uh, when it was available uh, took full advantage of it. And uh, so, but uh, uh, overall, good action and uh, a, a good result. I misspoke with Moore. That should have been four touchdowns for four, DJ right? Moore. Okay. Uh, he had three for three, eight catches, three touchdowns, two hundred thirty yards receiving. He was pretty unbelievable. Pretty good day at the office for DJ Man. Moore and Justin Fields last night. Bears on into the win column for the first time, leaving Carolina as the only winless team in the NFL heading into Sunday. And based off the numbers, does not look like Carolina is going to get <laughs> like win number chances, one. But no. we'll get to the NFL a little bit later because we have college all the way through here, fellas. Let's start tonight. Let's start in Stillwater. Chris, it's been an ugly showing for Oklahoma State so far this year. They host Kansas State coming off a bye for the Kansas State Wildcats. Right now, Chris, you guys are the market high on the Cats right now at 12 with 52 and a half the total for this one. Well, that's strictly with action because I, I thought this number, I think this number is getting a little too high myself. Uh, you know, I made the game eight. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not, you know, on the Kansas State bandwagon at this point. Oak State really has looked horrible. But I think this number is getting a little bit out of hand right now. But, you know, Jeff, you got to move with your business. That's, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that uh, vehemently in favor of Oak State. And, you know, all the money's on K State. And, uh, you know, eventually they got me to 12 on this game. Oak State, one of those schools, uh, one of the Power Five schools, anyway, that's not benefited from the transfer portal they've been victimized really when when you think about it uh you know not everybody does benefit i mean it's uh it's an absolute you know you've got your recruiting for your high school re recruits you know and we hear a lot about the four and f uh, fours and five stars but let's face it you know this transfer portal is uh, is free agency now and uh there's there's more of that going on than uh, than i think a lot of people had anticipated and some schools are not benefiting from it at this point, Chris. Well, I think you got to look at uh, your roster and where do you have some holes maybe mm -hmm. that, that uh, you know, a player from another team could maybe benefit from transferring in. And, uh, you know, the mullet hasn't done such a great job at mm -hmm. Oak State. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's certain guys that have, have grasped this immediately. You know what it reminds me of is back when the three-pointer first came in in college mm -hmm. basketball. Some guys thought it was like just a gimmick and really ignored it, and other guys embraced yeah. it right away. Of course, those that embrace it right away <clears throat> succeeded right away. Uh, probably everybody's caught up at this point. But I think uh, I think it's one of those things where you really have yeah. to look at your roster, see who's looking around, see if you have a chance to fill some needs. And look, a lot of these kids, like Vinny said, they are three, four, five stars, whatever. And all of a sudden you're finding yourself, maybe you're behind two or three other yep. guys. And you think, well, there's an opportunity for me to go somewhere else. And uh, you have to capitalize on that. that. And unfortunately, it's just the way the game is right now. Right. Because if you're, if you're less than two, and even if you're a two, what does that mean? You're, you're not getting a, a pretty good NIL. Yeah. <laughs> right deal. Yeah. Let's face it, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's got a, a, a big part in this as well these days. So, um, you know, I mean, just, just ask uh, – Shador Sanders, mm. how good the NIL is. So. O Oklahoma State, uh, the old phrase is if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. They have three quarterbacks, so they absolutely have no quarterbacks. Uh, Bowman played all right against Iowa State two weeks ago, but still in a losing effort for the Pokes. Again, 12-point underdogs at home against Kansas State, who the path actually is 
pretty nice for Kansas State to make it back to the Big 12 title game. Yet again, their only loss is out of conference to Missouri. Mm-hmm. So a, a path is there to get back to Arlington to Another well-coached team. Really. Kleiman's awesome. You know, he, he had a lot of success at uh, North Dakota State, came in, stepped right in, and uh, the, guy, the guy knows how to coach. Absolutely. Let's uh, move to the other game tonight. Oh, what a doozy this one is in Champaign in the Big Ten. Nebraska and Illinois for this one. Uh, two disappointments this year so far. Uh, Nebraska just seemingly can't get out of their own way. Uh, the Illini, I'm a little surprised Illinois has looked as bad as they, they have so far. Jeff, that was one of my teams going yeah, into this I, year. I thought they were going to be pretty good. I thought they had a chance to win the Big Ten West. It's just not going to happen for them. Mm-hmm. We got one, you know, we, we, we were three and a half when this game went yeah. down to three. So that's really the only significant hash we have in this. Total, game. total down as well, 43 to 42. 42. Yeah. I mean, you know, Nebraska, look, their defense is good. Just, the problem is that their defense is on the field the entire time. It's uh, a quarterback play that's, that's oh, plagued Nebraska oh, this year. Horrible. I mean, but let's back yeah. up again, excuse me, because yeah. I wrote down a lot of total plays too. Yeah. The, the limit total plays. Um, and this Oak State game, we got uh, bet under 54 and a half, under 54. And they even bet me under fifty three. Huh. Um, so I'm kind of at I'm at the low water mark on the total. Yeah. But that, I mean, this is all again half, off yeah. of uh, off of business. Huh. People don't like that Oak State the uh, Oak State offense. Let me no. just say that for sure. Uh, nothing, nothing too significant on this. You no, just no, no, no Illinois by three for you guys. That's all, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Line I three point favorites at home tonight. That's an eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific. For that one in the Big Ten. All right, let's move to tomorrow. Rotation number order here for you guys listening at home. 319, 320 here in Nevada. This is a 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific kick in Lawrence, Kansas. Central Florida coming off of whatever that was in the fourth quarter last week. Blowing a four-touchdown lead in their first Big 12 home game to Baylor. Now they go back to the state of Kansas after losing to K-State two weeks ago. to take on the Jayhawks. Kansas stayed in the game for a long while without Jalen Daniels, who suffered a back, re-injured his back in pregame warmups in Austin a week ago. Chris, this is a favorite flip, and this to me, Ooh. there are two factors to this. Looks like Plumley has a chance to go, which was not expected at the beginning of the right. week for Central Florida, even though their backup I thought has actually looked pretty good so far. Yeah. It was not his fault that they lost either of the games, and. It's not expected for Jalen Daniels to go here. It looks like Jason Bean is going to go for the second consecutive week for Kansas. Central Florida, two-point favorites. Didn't start this way, though, Jeff. Did not. <laughs> uh, again, I, before we got on the air, I wanted to chart all our uh, limit bets this week. I'm looking at Central Florida. Okay, this look plus three, plus two and a half, plus two. Uh, I moved it drastically after that went the pick. They laid me the pick. They laid me the two after that. So I went to two and a half. Uh, somebody did come in and take the two and a half. So I'm back to two on this as Central Florida, the favorite. I, I have to tell you, I think this is a big overreaction. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, what's the kid's name for Kansas that's going to play? Jason Bean. Jason will be Bean. He, he's, he's pretty good. He's not that bad. I don't think that warranted this kind of a, a, an odds flip. But, you know, when they, cook, when they kick off tomorrow, I most certainly will be re- rooting for Kansas. Uh, I'm not, I probably think the number should be, Around Pickham or maybe Kansas won with the quarterback change, but I think I think this type of a move is just a little too much. That uh, Central Florida uh, collapse last week uh, was <clears throat> was big for the uh, for the batters. They had a good uh, they were on Baylor sure in that were. game, yeah. so had a good afternoon last Saturday. 
Still, still can't believe that Central Florida managed to lose that game outright. It's one thing to blow the cover, but to yeah. lose that game outright, mm-hmm. really, really bad stuff for Melbourne. Have to see how they. Company. It's going to be interesting now. You know how they respond now with all the. Uh, uh, not that they know it, but it, it, I, I'm curious to see how they respond with all the money going their way. Well, that, yeah. that's that's the right? thing. Well, for just responding when you blow a lead like that. Mm-hmm. College kids, that very easily could be a scenario where one loss turns into two. So, I, I, by the way, I'm I'm with you, Chris. I think this move, I, the betters have taken this a little too much yeah. in favor of Central Florida. Am I saying Central Florida is not going to win the game and cover? No, but Bean is a downgrade. But if it's I, not Plumley, it's even a quarterback in this. I game. think it's an overreaction. But we talked about uh, Kleiman coming in from a smaller college and doing Leipold. a great job. Lipo. This guy's a fantastic coach. He'll, he's going to have this team ready. I mean, if I listen, if I was out there playing, I would probably take uh, Kansas, find a nice money line, and take Kansas, get a little juice working my way. Let's uh, let's go to the next one in the ACC. Uh, back to Earth, Syracuse came last week against Clemson. It's called back to the uh, back to the schedule. <laughs> yeah, very much so. We talked about that last week. With Syracuse, the yes. schedule just right. gets really difficult very quickly. Mm-hmm. Now they go to Chapel Hill. Uh, things kind of opening up for North Carolina to possibly make a run to the ACC title game. Right. And now UNC back home, nine and a half point favorites here, Chris, hosting the Qs. Total 59 and a half in this one. Yeah, they laid me the eight and a half and the nine. I'm trying to see what I made this game. Uh, I, I've, I made the game like seven and a half. I think we may be overreacting again a little bit more to. Uh, to uh, Syracuse's loss last week, but you know Carolina is pretty legit. They're coming on pretty strong, and uh, you know they 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 are the kind of team that figures to maybe get a little bit better as the year wears on. So even though I made it a little bit lower, I can't really argue with the number. We and like I said, we got, this is a, a move on money. We opened at eight and a half. We're up to nine and a half. Once again, we talked Jeff Earl uh, previously about uh, the the playoff for the conference. Right, it's the first two teams. There's no no divisions. Uh, and you mentioned that uh, North Carolina is certainly in the mix here. As far as a buyback number, I'm starting to see some tens out there. So I have to believe that uh, Syracuse uh, getting ten will probably uh, garner some uh, some buyback at some point. I don't really buy either of these defenses. I, I know this is I know yeah. this has been bet under from sixty to fifty nine back to fifty nine and a half. I, I, I'm I'm not seeing that move. I'm not seeing that move. You like on, it over. On that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's one of those where Syracuse's defense looked good against mediocre teams. Play Clemson did not look good at all. North Carolina's defense, you have no idea what you're getting on a weekly basis. And I know one thing in this game. Drake May is the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. So it makes sense to me why people are laying it with UNC. Maybe getting to 10, that is a take, as you said, Benny. Pay attention to Jeff Parles, ladies and gentlemen. He did have the Bears last night. I did. I That's did. right. I did. I did say that they were going to yes, lose in did. agonizing fashion, but I did have. You to, said them on the cover. You said that. I said they were going to cover. That was never a doubt. Very the cover good. on that one. Even though it did, I will say with the Bears, when that got back to two scores, it wasn't in the back of your head. Is like, oh, what are they really going to blow this? Again? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> really did feel like that. That, that uh, the avalanche may have started, but Bears held on, as we know. All right, number one in the country. Let's go there next. This is four at three twenty nine, three thirty, seven o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Pacific. Georgia against undefeated Kentucky, as we all expected in football. <laughs> but Chris, this is an interesting one here because it's ranked V ranked, and Georgia 
this number really kind of stayed. Yeah. If anything, much. you've yeah, taken yeah. money on the on the favorite here, the dogs. Yeah. Uh, from fourteen and a half to fifteen, back to fourteen and a half earlier today. You know, I made the number fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you know, I think we opened at fifteen. Um, it's just been a little bit of give and take, and I think a lot of people are starting to question Georgia. Um, I know Vinny kind of brought it to my attention a couple weeks ago, and I was uh, maybe a little slow on the trigger to say, ah, I think you're wrong, Vinny, but now I think he's kind of convinced me. I'm not saying they're not the best team in the country, but it's the gap is greatly narrowed. Uh, I think Michigan and Ohio State both yep. have a decent uh, beef as to who this is, and a game we'll get to a little bit later, Texas and Oklahoma. Whoever wins that one, I don't think Oklahoma could be number one. But I think Texas, if they win and win handily, I think they could make an argument that they're up there too. But I think there's a good number. We've got good two-way action on it, and uh, you know we'll see we'll see where it winds up to, tomorrow. I'm curious to see both these because in recent years, when Kentucky had really uh, high hopes, when there was a lot of anticipation for some recent Kentucky teams, and Stoops has done a great job there. There's no question about it. Um, they then they would slip. Uh, this is going to be a, a major test for them. And really, we keep waiting for, as Chris indicated, when, when is Georgia going to be the Georgia that we had expected? Um, not the case anymore. Again, uh, they've come back to the pack in terms of power ratings. Again, we, we don't, you know, rankings, rate, you know, it, it, polls don't determine <laughs> prices. So, that, that you know, when people start talking about that, who's a favorite and who's not, that's that, that's – Believe yeah. me, I'd love to book that. Trust me. When, well, I, when I said number one, I meant number one of my power yeah. ratings. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, care what, less what, what so there's, else there's power ratings and then there's there's rankings. So, um, but again, at some point, you would expect uh, Georgia to to answer the bell, so to speak. Um, if and so, I'm curious to find out which Kentucky this is, and absolutely which uh, which Georgia this is. Real real quick, an NFL note that just came down. Garoppolo passed concussion protocol. He will play on Monday okay. night for the Raiders. Um, Number had been kind of moving in the Raiders' direction yeah. with the expectation he was going to get cleared. Yeah, anyway. definitely. Yeah. So, uh, before we move on from the Georgia game, we did get bet under, under 48 and a half and 48 on this game. So, yeah. 47 and a half now, right, Chris? Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, one, one last question on Georgia, because you mentioned it, Chris, and Vinny and I had this conversation last week, even before they struggled to beat Auburn. How narrow is it now? From in the power in your power ratings, Georgia to everyone else basically because there was a nice gap at the beginning of the year. Uh, I I think I had like about a, a four to five point gap. Yeah. Now it it's one one. Yeah. And you know there's a couple teams like I said right yeah. there, and 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 it's no more than that. And, but I mean it's it's time to start putting up for these guys. You know we, we we anticipated quite a bit out of them. They're well coached. They've recruited great. They've played great. I mean, everything. Yeah. But, you know, they haven't played great this year. They've really not looked like themselves. We keep waiting for them to bust out. And I've seen years when they do, and I've seen years when they don't. And I'm talking broadly now, not oh, yeah. Georgia-specific. Keep an eye on Ohio State, which was a big answer uh, uh, in people's minds, I think, at South Bend. Michigan, uh, mm -hmm. a, a real solid game last week. I have to tell you, too. Keep an eye on this Alabama team if they if they keep winning. They seem to have gotten things right under center now. Um, you know that uh, I think it was the third game where they're you know that uh, disaster. <laughs> yeah, but 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 Saban, you know the quarterback chain. But he, he, I think there's some some rhythm there now. Um, Alabama may have something to say at the end of the day. Penn State, okay, you know they're they're right there. And, and Chrissy hit on 
Texas. I want to see what Texas, uh, you know, what the result is this weekend. Yeah, cool. But you got all these teams now instead of a, a six-point gap going into the season. There's maybe one. There's, I'll tell you what. You put those teams I just mentioned on, on a on a neutral field and make it pick them and let the betters decide in some yeah, cases. It wouldn't be much further than you know? that. But we've got a big Bama game we're going to talk about a little bit Oh, we'll bit get later. that a little yeah. bit later. Yeah. Very rare you see Bama short of a favorite yeah. ever. And a lot of interesting moves in this. A lot one. of interesting yeah. ones. We'll get to that one a little bit later. Uh, you know, it's it, it all comes down to quarterback position for me for mm -hmm. Georgia. That's why I don't like this team as much as past teams. And, yes, there were plenty of questions. Can Stetson Bennett win a title as the quarterback at Georgia? There were plenty of questions going mm -hmm. into that two years ago. Yeah. And they won twice with Bennett as the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, granted – they might have won with you playing quarterback last year, Vinny, but uh, in the end. More convincingly, no doubt. <laughs> but uh, same sort of deal. Can they win with Beck as their quarterback? I'm not so sure, certain, especially with everyone right on their tail. I think Michigan's the closest team at the moment with Texas right behind them, yeah. personally. Yeah, again, um, but but also what's what's happened is they're getting behind in games, right, too. So it's a, you know the defense is – they're just not firing on all cylinders. Chris, uh, this one's been a big mover, and this is the Power 5 team at the Service Academy here. Army you opened four against Boston College, and the betters have taken the Power 5 Eagles here, yeah. which is a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, I thought the opening number was okay, but they took plus four, plus three, plus three and a half. Or wait, plus four, plus three and a half, plus three. I'm down to two and a half. But, you know, go back to some earlier games, like B.C. against uh, Florida State Florida, particularly. Yeah. I think the wise guys have been on B.C. a couple yeah. of times. And uh, I, I think it's something to take note of. When they keep going back to this, um, maybe it's somebody like me that has a different power rating on this team. Let me see what I made this game. You know, I made the game like six. So I thought the opening number, even that was a little bit short. You know, so I think that uh, – the wise guys may be on to something here. They're certainly backing their conviction with money. You know, they've taken it down pretty good. So something for uh, guys to watch out. If BC wins this game or covers, it might be a team to watch in the future. I got to believe at some point, you know, we'll, we'll get to that Army threshold to buy back. I just don't see it running that much more. Yeah, right, Chris? I mean, we'll, uh, yeah, two again, and a half we'll should be out. a tell, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we should get a pretty good idea here pretty, uh, pretty soon. And, again, this one, uh, Jeff, is – uh, it's an early kickoff too, yep. so we will know uh, probably overnight. We'll tell us some some more. You want one for the bingo, bingo card in this next game, real sure. quick? A toggler with Notre Dame and Louisville. Now Louisville goes into this one undefeated. Notre Dame escaping last week in Durham against Duke, finding a way to cover all numbers as well. Chris, you open six and a half. Five and a half, six, six and a half, six, six and a half right now. Yeah, Notre Dame I, laying it in a little. This has been the classic toggler, and I think uh, I think I made this number six, so we're right there. <laughs> and uh, I think it's going to be a real good game. Louisville uh, showing a lot of signs of being a, a, a team that's on the rebound after a, kind of a bad year last year. Uh, but I think uh, I think it's going to be a tough test for Notre Dame. But, uh, you know, I no beef with the number, and uh, the action on this one's been fantastic. We'll get Notre Dame on here, right? I mean, uh, I mean we, it went down. Uh, it'll, it'll come back up. So, um, again, another team in the mix in the ACC uh, in Louisville, right? So uh, this will be, uh, be a good one, too. Uh, position nicely, too, on the schedule. Yeah, 730 Eastern, 430 Pacific yeah. on this one. Mm -hmm. I have absolutely no idea on this one because this is a big step up for Louisville from what they've faced so far this year, competition-wise. But you mentioned a new coach, 
Brom comes in for Satterf- mm-hmm. Satterfield. Yeah. It is very rare that your coach, coach bolts for another job and you end up with a much better coach, and Louisville has ended up with that. That's exactly what uh, happened. So yeah. far this year with Satterfield now at Cincinnati, and Cincinnati looking very average through the first month of the season. All right, I, I will, we'll put these ACC games together here, Chris. Clemson is a 21-point favorite against Wake Forest. Boy, Wake has fallen pretty quickly with losing Hardman. Yeah. Uh 53 to total on that one. Georgia Tech and Miami. Georgia Tech. Well, the wise guys, you brought this up last week with Bowling Green. Bowling Green not only covered the number, they won outright against yeah. Georgia Tech. And it wasn't even week. close. Yeah, total beatdown after the first Another quarter. afternoon game that yeah. was uh, successful. Uh, good for the betters. Yeah. Uh, Miami's 20 against Georgia Tech. And then Florida State and Vitek. Boy, the, the Hokies are just they're not your Beamer Hokies anymore. No, they're certainly not. 24 the number right now on Florida State. Uh, looks like you just moved that back we up, did, actually, yeah. Chris, to 24. Uh, they took 25, 24 and a half. I wound up moving it a whole point after the 24 and a half. Went to 23 and a half, and they just laid it back. They laid back the 23 and a half, and we're, we're at 24 once again with that. Um, I, you know, again, I, I kind of like the higher number, but Florida State, another one that I'm a little disappointed in. I thought they would uh, waltz to the final here, uh, I mean the playoffs anyway. And they haven't done that. And by the way, since we are talking, I've just went through my numbers. I have, I have Ohio State two points better than Georgia. Oh, Michigan one point better than Georgia. And I have Georgia on a par with Florida State, Penn State, and let me check Texas real Texas. quick. I actually have Texas one point better than them. So Ohio State's number one in your power ratings. Yeah, power ratings, yeah. Okay. And uh, and let me just tell you, the the way I do my power ratings, if you're 100, you should be the best team in the country. I have nobody that's 100 right now. Okay. So I have questions about everybody. And even uh, my top-ranked team, Ohio State, I think has shown some flaws, certainly. So I don't have anybody that would – be in that hundred mark, and I start. I think I started Georgia at a one hundred two. I thought they were clearly the best team in the country, and I'd say at this point I'm clearly wrong. Parity. It's a good thing we haven't had this in college football in years. Oh, it just it's, now, it's there's ten t- ten teams that I would give a, a shot. Team playoff should, this oh, year, I know, so, you know. I know. This would be the this perfect is, year yeah, for it. This yeah. is uh, shades of uh, of college basketball. Right. Yeah, a little right. bit. Right. You know, Usually good. 20 teams which, are going to win it. Yeah. Especially a, last which year. Is a good, yeah, <laughs> which is a good thing. So, And right now, Georgia's still the betting favorite in the futures market at, uh, at plus 325. Chris, just staring at the numbers you guys have. That yeah. Alabama 25 to 1, just staring at Yeah, and right I'm looking. I got Alabama the same price as Georgia, the same power rating as They're, Georgia. Because I think come up. they've turned. You got to go quick. You know, you got to yeah. quick. And sometimes you have to be very careful. Not to overreact, but you have to react, too. So it's kind of a fine line. And, of course, that's why we have betting, uh, Jeff. Of course. <laughs> that's yeah, why we absolutely. have it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, let's go to this. Uh, let's go to the next one here. In Columbia, Missouri tomorrow, the undefeated Missouri Tigers welcome in LSU. Chris, this is, uh, I, this, this is one where the weather, because Missouri weather doesn't make any sense. It's going to be 46 degrees a kick tomorrow in Columbia. Aren't you glad you're in Las Vegas? I'm very happy I'm not yeah. there tomorrow. I would have been covering that game for sure. Uh, still in Columbia. But the betters have taken the home Tigers in this game from 6.5 to as low as 4.5, and, and you're back at LSU laying five on the road in Como tomorrow. Yeah, this is another toggler, though. The the, the mm-hmm. toggling spread, the right. straddle is a little bigger. 
And like I said, down as low as four and a half, up as high as six. Uh, but great action on this game. Boy, LSU, that's one of those teams. Which LSU is going to show up? I know one thing. Their defense ain't figured to show up. That, that's, uh, but it's funny. I got a little bit more play on the under than I do the over. Now, I did get bet over 64 and a half, but then they bet me back under 65 and under 65 and a half. Or under 65 and under 64 and a half. So a uh, little bit of two-way action on the total. But, boy, this LSU defense, they just, they, they've gone over how many games in a row? I don't I mean, know. I know it's a bunch. Uh, well, I mean, there were only a hundred and a uh, hundred and four points last week with them and Ole Miss. Is that all? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But this should be a good game. It was a great betting game right now. I could see the total going back up uh, tomorrow. Uh, this or, is you know, an early night. I know it's an early. Yeah. So overnight, you know, again, we're twenty four hours here, three mm-hmm. shift town, and uh, the book here is uh, is live, open, not just the kiosks, but staffed as well. This Fish is, are out and about, you so, know. And so for for Mizzou, this is. There are two games under schedule that were circled preseason of probably of unwinnable, at least from the perspective. This was one of them, mm-hmm. and the Georgia one in, mm-hmm. in Athens is the other one. This is clearly a winnable game now with the way LSU's sure. defense oh, yeah. has played. Yeah, and look uh, with the way that the way that the SEC is broken down here. And Vinny, we talked about this last week on Thursday, where. LSU and Mississippi was a game I wanted nothing to do with because I don't know what I'm getting out of either of those teams other than maybe consistent offensive play. And last week, say, all we got was offense. Right. Well, Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss looked great for half against mm-hmm. Alabama, and then everything just stopped in the second half against the Tide. Uh, but this is a this is a good measuring stick game for Mizzou to see if this 5-0 yeah. is a legitimate 5-0 mm-hmm. or not. Because if you have a, small do- a smallish dog at home, you win this game outright, you can start saying, all right, maybe they are the second-best team in the SEC East with only Georgia ahead of them. Yeah, and, uh, you know, listen, we see five, six-point dogs win every week. Oh, you know, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, that's nothing. Oh, we saw a 21-point dog win by 28 last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so, I, I, yeah, you're right. This is a good test for Missouri, but it, I mean, it's a big test for LSU, too. I mean, time for They're them. Three and three if they you know, lose I mean, this Yeah, time for right. them. I mean, they were one of the favorites to win uh, the national championship. I mean, they were certainly assumed to be in the hunt, uh, but uh, they're certainly not at this point. No, they're they're done. They're done. I, yeah. they're done. Three losses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. three losses you're not getting there, and even, I don't know if 11-2 and two is good enough at chance, this point. Uh, chance for a statement here by your alma mater, buddy. Uh, or for LSU. Either way, Vinny. <laughs> LSU can wake up. Uh, I, I have nothing. I have nothing on this game. I, I thought, I thought the the six was right originally, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm again dead dead number five five and a half out yeah. there. So we'll steer clear of that one. All right, another one that's on a dead number. Oklahoma Texas. This is the biggest game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. This is what these teams wanted. They're both five and zero oh into the Cotton Bowl in Dallas tomorrow noon Eastern, eleven a.m. local in. Dallas, Texas at the Texas State Fair. Chris, you opened five and a half. Got bet up to six and a half. Now back to five and a half. Texas laying it right now. Yeah. And the total opened 60 and a half. Got as high as 61 and a half. Back to 61 here. Great betting game. Oh, but yeah. I got to tell you, when I opened the game five and a half, it was six everywhere. Yeah. I wanted to take a bet on Texas. And like I said, I like Texas a lot. But I think Oklahoma has been really good this year. Uh, I think they're going to play this game really tough. And I think they have a great chance to win. I, you know, I think that this number has gotten way too high. I was thinking more of like a couple points in favor of Texas, no more than that. Um, but it's a great game. By the way, do you know why it's so early uh, in uh, in Texas? 
the drinking. Oh. <laughs> they don't want people getting that too makes drunk. Sense. Boy, they, boy, that's going to stop something. Yeah, people. well, they know that both teams, is, it's halfway between both teams. Can't you, know, you make that they, case for all these games? Well, <laughs> you know, this one, this one has a lot of drinking. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's halfway between both. And they know, uh, yeah. particularly most of the Oklahoma people are going to drive home after the game. And uh, they did it to just reduce that, those DUIs. I don't know what the... I don't know what the record is, but I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> the cops are going to be uh, patrolling whatever inner ice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what well. it is, but they'll be patrolling that pretty heavily, uh, certainly on the Oklahoma side. But that's why it's always so early. Good two-way betting game, right? Chris just said, just, again, again, selfishly, I personally wish it was later, but I do too. adjust. People will adjust again overnight. Actually, the winner of this game has a wide open path to make the college football playoff. Texas's schedule is really, for an elite team, a pretty easy schedule on the back half. Oklahoma, same sort of deal. Both of their schedules really manageable mm -hmm. the last six games. So whoever wins this game, I they're going to to me. They're going to the college football playoff. I understand well, they'll they probably have, have a rematch. They have to win Arlington. the title, the the, the, yeah. the the conference title game yeah, too, it, though, because of don't forget what hurts. It would probably be a rematch if in in Arlington yeah. too. And the only other thing, though, Jeff, and I don't disagree with you but the thing to remember also is that the pac-12 is going to be more relevant this year than it has been in years past simply because yeah. of success and frankly because of the attention it's drawn by you know deon sanders every team in the pac-12 should thank him for the attention so the big 12 benefits next year for the what so the big 12 benefits next year when well, well, next year, there's 12 there. there's 12 <laughs> there's 12 schools going next year so i mean it's there's a lot more Wiggle room, but right. The only I, thing again, I would say I about that, Vinny, those guys have a chance of knocking each other off. That, that in the Pac-12. Yeah, Pac well, no, I, mean, I, I get it, but yeah, there's some very but, good. I think this. I think it's a great conference. The, the yeah. thing about it is that the Pac-12 has been out of the playoff picture sure. before, in September for, uh, the, for the most yeah, part. Two years ago, yeah, they were well, Washington. The I don't think that's going to be the case. So for 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 the Pac-12, and and I will say this to me, a twelve and one Texas with a loss in the conference championship game might still get in over a Pac-12 champion. Well, they might. And, they might. And, and I think that, to, to your point, uh, I agree with that the SEC is going to have a much more difficult time They're this not year. They're not getting, getting two this two, year. Getting two not teams this year. in. So that helps uh, Big 12. It helps uh, the Pac-12 as well. By the way, let me amend my power ratings. I just had to look. Uh, I have Washington uh, on a par with Ohio State. Oh, well, so Washington is yeah. and, and Ohio State are one two for you. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I, I listen. They're, they're their really, offense is awesome. They're really good. Yeah, <laughs> they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're really good. Ahead of Oregon. I have them a point better than Oregon. Okay. Oh, we'll see, get have, that matchup next week. I yeah. got Oregon. I know. Yeah, I and you know what? Slightly. I didn't put that as one of my games of the year, and a guy pointed that out to me, and I said, how did I blow that? I mean, because I, I knew these two teams are both going to be good. Eh, you know, well, I've that, that, got Oregon a couple, about a point and a half. I got the yeah. other way. Well, that's what makes sense. Well, that's, what's, that's, that's why there's gambling, man. There you go. Yeah, well, right? there's, remember, as Chris has said, there's no, there's no sharp union, right? <laughs> There's no bookmaker There's union. No bookmaker There's no wise guy yeah. union. We're, yeah. we're yeah. an union. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, a right to work. we're a right to bet state. Right. Any way you want to go. That's it. By the way, Washington hosts Oregon next week. That will be a spectacular football yeah, game in Seattle next week. All right. We expected these two teams to be undefeated, right? Ohio State and Maryland, right, Chris? <laughs> both, both of these right. teams yeah. expected to be undefeated heading to the shoe this week. 
Uh, you know, this is uh, right now. You got 19 Ohio State laying it at home, uh, 56 and a half. I I know Maryland's undefeated. I have no idea what to make of them. I really don't. I don't know yeah. if this is a a a fraudulent five and zero. Oh. I don't know if this is a team that could end up going nine and three with just three losses to the Big Three and the Big Ten. I, I have no idea what to what to make of this. They're Maryland almost three team. touchdown dogs. No, so I know. That should tell you a lot. No, well, yeah. again, Ohio. They laid the nineteen at one point. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I made the game twenty. Okay. So I mean, it's, it was it's right there. That's where it was. Um, yeah, I mean, I have no opinion in the game where I could see the uh, the back door could easily be open in this yeah. one for a late cover. Uh, but uh, you know, that's one of those deals where you just kind of make the number and you know let the betters decide what they may, and that's where I am. Maryland, by the way. It has the big three left on their schedule. And then other than that, Illinois, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Rutgers. Yeah, okay. so other than Ohio State, Michigan, yeah, and, so, and Penn so State. They, yeah. Right. Now, they're going to be favored in their other games other yeah. than this one. So that kind of also just tells the, ta- the case of what the Big Ten is after the big three this year. Right. Where the mm-hmm. big three are three of the six best teams in the country. And then after that, it's. A whole bunch of average yeah. in the Big Conversely, Ten. Conversely, the Pac-12 has yeah. probably five or six teams mm-hmm. that uh, would compete with any of those Absolutely. Big Ten teams that we just mentioned. Never, any one of them. Absolutely. Uh, 19 right now. Maryland on the road, underdog at Ohio State. Hey, here's a good one. Rutgers in Wisconsin. Conference game. Uh, it's only going to get weirder with the Big Ten where we get Rutgers in Oregon conference game next oh, yeah. year. Uh, hey, hey, throw out the record books when the Ducks and the Scarlet Knights yeah. get going. <laughs> uh, but the Badgers hosting Rutgers here. Chris, uh, the betters have taken the Scarlet Knights in this one. That's a great, another great two-way game. I made the number a little bit lower. I made it 12. So, okay. again, not, uh, nothing, nothing crazy. But we've had some good action both ways in this one. This is uh, uh, what the, it's an early game on the Peacock. Ah, yeah, there and, we go. And uh, you never want to miss a Peacock game. But uh, we got a lot of business on this one, so I, I you know, I, I told we got to talk about this one because I got a ton of play on this one, a lot of opinions, which of course, as bookmakers, we love. Yeah, not a lot of moving on the total either, Chris. Right? Pretty good. Uh, I, I didn't mark yeah. down anything for the total. Yeah, yeah. so it looks like F- two way action. Man, Total's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, one other one actually that's ahead in the rotation number that I do want to bring up because it looks like we can we can get to this one. TCU and Iowa State. This is a Big 12 game. TCU is clearly not the same team they were last year. Oh, no, they're 0-2 no. in close games on top of not being anywhere as good. Iowa State's kind of a mess <laughs> last week. Yeah. It was good for a half, and in the second half, they just got the doors blown off mm-hmm. by Oklahoma. Uh, open six and a half on this one with TCU and Iowa State. And, Chris, you've, you've stayed there the whole week, but the total, the total, uh, 52 and a half to 52, Iowa State's offense was the best it possibly could be with 20 last week. Yeah, well, I'm trying to see some of the action here. You know, I I, I got nothing written down as far as action on this game. So this has been one of the blander games on the card. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. From a, from a fan standpoint, it looks like a pretty good game, you know, for, for guys like us. Right. But the uh, the betters really haven't uh, glommed onto one side or the other. And this or one, the numbers. Right. Stay, yeah, no, or the the total, yeah, nothing. So we've just kind of stayed still on this one. Let's uh let's go to one that I know everyone's looking forward to. Purdue and Iowa. Three six seven, <laughs> three six eight. Uh Iowa on to the backup quarterback now. Chris from three to two and a half to two. Iowa yeah. laying it at home against Purdue and that total yeah, open thirty eight and a half and uh not really moved. Well, I'm not sure you ever want to be laying points with this Iowa team, but you know, really both teams I think have been pretty uh 
moribund, I guess we could use that word. It's a good word. Oof. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, totals 38 and a half, that's which a, is... That's a 10-point word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, again, I think the, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. You know, as bad as Iowa's been, uh, there's, there's still going to be hard to beat at home for a team like Purdue just to go in there and walk. I, I mean, you're taking two points. Essentially, you're, you're telling me they're going to win the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, I, I think this is an overreaction. I, I think Iowa, I think the money's going to come back on Iowa at some point. I think this one's reached a low point. Maybe in game too. So I, I more, I mean, for, uh, in game totals for Iowa games with early touchdowns when it gets into the forties. Well, not just that a total, but decide to maybe. Maybe you get, yeah. you know, maybe maybe if you're undecided, uh, uh, pregame, you uh, you look for the in game, right? I, I think I siloed Chris on this one, where mm -hmm. even though Iowa is their offense is is horrible horrible to put it politely but you're asking purdue to walk into a place that is usually very difficult yeah. to win regardless of how bad mm -hmm. that offense is i can't i can't get there on that for for purdue maybe a short money line price on iowa as well I, i'm probably going to stay away from this yeah i, I but i i gotta tell you if i was out there playing instead of bookmaking i think i would have have iowa in this, have one. Iowa I, think this it's, mm -hmm. I think it's just too much of an overreaction let's go to this one in the mountain west this is actually a really good game up in Laramie. Fresno goes to elevation against Wyoming. Chris, you opened six, went to five and a half, now mm -hmm. back to six earlier today. Total's been hit down two and a half points from 45 and a half mm -hmm. to 43. An interesting test here for Fresno going on the road to a team that at a bare minimum we know is going to be ready to play, and we know Wyoming is really well coached. Yeah, again, another guy that came from uh, North Dakota State, Craig Bull, uh, hasn't quite made the impact that like Kleinman has. But right. but have you ever been to Laramie? It's a hard place to recruit. I was going to say, I've been there. It wouldn't be on my list if I was any kind of an athlete. Uh, so I think overall he's done a pretty good job at Wyoming. Um, I, I have no real opinion in this game. I think the number's been good, and I think that uh, attests to uh, the kind of action we've had. Lay five and a half, take six. I think the number's right there. More, uh, more moving on the total, as you pointed yeah. out, Jeff. And again, not just a tough place from an elevation standpoint. Not an easy trip. No. You know, that, no, that not comes for in, Fresno, no. That comes, uh, that comes uh, into play, uh, particularly in college as well. Chris, this is a big mover next one on the Mountain West card. Yeah. Colorado State from one to three mm -hmm. in Logan against Utah State. Total six. This total's been on a quite the ride, hasn't it? From sixty-three and a half to the peak of sixty-five, back to sixty-two uh, yesterday on this one. I sure one of the bigger movers of the whole week is this game here. Yeah, this is going to be a big need for us. I I thought the numbers should open like pick, but I saw the market. I opened one, and I'm glad at least I opened one. I saved myself one bet anyway, right. rather than opening a pick. Uh, but yeah, this is one of the big movers of the day, and. Uh, you know, we'll be we'll be rooting for Utah State. It's a you know late game, so we'll see if uh, we get some money late. Uh, but uh, so far, the trend strictly been one way, with no no comeback whatsoever at all on the dog. Interesting. You look at at this game and the way it's moved and where it's positioned on the on the schedule at five o'clock Pacific. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Chrissy he hit on a key point. There'll be a, there may be a bigger decision on this game than a, a than an SEC game. So and in all likelihood, right? And, and so, so far, you know, yeah. I mean, when you look at so, how this one's moved compared to some of those, uh, the bigger conferences. By the way, we, we take the same limits on all college games. You know, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, that's a little bit hard. And I, I, I tell you, we take 10,000 to a number. And, you know, that, the thing is, yeah, when Michigan plays Ohio State, of course, we take a little bit more. Oklahoma playing Texas, yeah, we take a little bit more. But you got games like this, you know what I mean? And it's just easier for all my people. We just, you know, always say one limit and and we don't have any limit bumps. You know, when we open the number, that's what the limit is. You know, uh, the only limit bump we have is when I open the NFL overnight, Sunday night, the limit's 5,000. But once once we get to 8 o'clock Monday morning, it's 20,000. So, and, you know, we go from there. And NFL's Sunday night, Chris, and then yeah. college Monday morning. College Monday morning, yeah. right. I, uh, I'm a little stunned that this is, uh, the betters have taken this game this aggressively. I'm a little surprised. At you that. like the points. Yeah, join the club. I, I told I, you, I, I thought the game should be picked. Again, we're betting numbers, not teams. I don't like yeah. this Utah State team at all. I know they won last week, but UConn is back to old school UConn yet again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what did Colorado State do last week? They struggled against yeah. uh, Utah, Utah Tech. Yeah. Oh, hey, look. Uh, what, what, what is is Utah Tech the old Dixie State? Right. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yeah. See the crew in the back uh, yeah. affirming what I said there. But is there, uh, but is, uh, is there a little tuition uh, action back there? <laughs> <laughs> right. SUU Southern yeah. Utah. There you go. You know, I I was at that camp. It's a really nice campus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it, uh, they 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 were very good in basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, they really were. You know, so maybe they'll make some noise at some point. But I mean, Colorado State. I mean, they—I I don't know what they've done to warrant being three. They played Dion tough. That's what it was. Uh, they played one good, yeah. real good game. They really yeah. did. You know, but other than that, yeah, you know, I'm not so sure. Let's uh, let's go to one more Mountain West game before we move into a cavalcade of Pac-12, which there are a bunch of good Pac-12 games on Saturday. Chris, this is really a total mover with Boise and uh, San Jose State. Hasn't moved at nine and a half the whole week. Uh, total down a point and a half though, from fifty-nine to fifty-seven and a half. Yeah, the total moved uh, nine and a half. Uh, yeah, I actually have play on the dog, but I haven't moved it yet. Uh, you know, I just uh, I, I thought the number's okay. I haven't seen it move anywhere else, so I've just kind of held fast. I think that's a good number. And again, late game, we tend to get get some uh, favorite money on some of these late games. So I'm just going to leave it where it is until somebody bets me a little bit more. Probably not as much on this one as as the previous one, but still, no. it's right there at five o'clock. So. Um, again, they're, they're clustered, and, and, and a lot of folks will bet in clusters. They'll bet, you know, I'm going to bet my nines, I'm going to bet my uh, my 1230s, I'm going to bet my fives. So exactly, we'll get the most yeah. of it. Let's go to the Pac-12, guys. USC and that defense, what defense? in quotes, yeah. taking on Arizona at the Coliseum. This is a late one, 730 Pacific local time there in L.A. Chris? Total hasn't moved. 72 the whole week. Yeah. 21 and a half down to 21 earlier today. I, you know, USC's defense is just, for as great as that offense is, the defense can't stop anyone. And they let they let Colorado back in the game last week. Colorado ends up covering pretty easily because of it. And the total, which was ridiculously high at 73 and a half, 74 last week, was zooming over because of that USC defense. Well, it's been that way for the last couple of years, right, Chris? Yeah, we, last year especially as well, it. yeah. You know, we, we knew they didn't really uh, recruit defensively and then, or, or transfer anybody uh, from, from Oklahoma. Uh, but it doesn't look like they addressed the defense in the offseason uh, this year either. And, you know, we talked about it. I, I made the game 20, so it wasn't that far off. But, you know, I remember telling my guys we started seeing some move. I said, I don't know what the score is going to be, but I know this: the back door is going to be wide open for this one. Can can oh, uh, yeah. 
Can they come in and close it or, or, you know, can the USC close it? I don't know. But here's an interesting thing. You know, so we got uh, 43 games. So there's 86 teams on my uh, team to be the highest scoring team for Saturday. USC is five to one. I mean, that's that's a really short price, you know, for <laughs> when you're going against 85 opponents and you're five to one. But right now, like you said, look at that total. Uh, what is it right now? 72. Uh, they they certainly pencil in for the lion's share of that 72. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, five to one against uh, 86. And I try to keep the, the, the theoretical percentage about the same every week. So believe me, I tell you, five to one is a really short price. But I'm starting to look around. I mean, who else is going to beat them? I don't know because they're going to put some points up. I know. And that. how many good contestants this week? That's that's the thing. Yeah. And just with the way that the totals break down. And also, again, obviously. A lot of underplay big... when I was doing my charting okay. for limit bets. A lot of underplay this week. Okay. It's uh the public the public the public big betters haven't flown in yet, Chris. <laughs> SC <laughs> wise guys have. Though. Yeah. Saturday night SC games. Always, this is always your, a this big This is your handle. chase game. Always a big for, for Saturday night. Always get even or handle. get even worse. That's Absolutely. It. Uh Dion, Coach Prime, Colorado on the road at Arizona State. Only three and a half here in this one. Uh fifty eight. You guys are market low on a total for this game. Uh betters have taken the Sun Devils. Four and a half down to three and a half. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I kind of like Colorado in this one. You know, I think this number's gone a little cheap. You know, uh, tends to happen with a guy like Dion. He's got a lot of, a lot of lovers, a lot of haters. But I think uh, overall, you know, they haven't – they've played they've played well, and certainly in spots, but they've shown their vulnerability too. And I think uh, guys are uh, – certainly the money is showed on the dog. But I thought this number should be a little bit higher. I, I, I kind of like Colorado in this spot. No hunter still, yep. right? Um, still out. So, but healthier than uh, I think than they were last week. Uh, you know, looking Shadur Sanders, Sanders, he spreads it around. Um, speed on 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 defense. Not that they're a, a lights out defense either, but they make timely plays. So, um, I'm in agreement with Chrissy here. I could see where at some point, and maybe it's three. I don't know, but I think they'll be we. We've not had a, a Colorado game yet where Colorado was not played. So <laughs> I, I don't think this that trend will cease uh, tomorrow. I I actually agree with Chris. This seems short. I think yeah. this is an overreaction. Arizona State's bad. They're bad. I, I, right. They they only played well against Ohio, against USC's defense because it's USC's defense. So I, I think I'm with you. The short price, Arizona State beats me, so be it. I think that would be the way that I would look at that one. Another Pac-12 game. This is a good one. Rose Bowl, UCLA, Wazoo, UCLA open four, Chris, down to three now. You know, this this Cougar team good. is a really good football team mm -hmm. with a very good quarterback in Cam Ward. Yep. I, I want to see how UCLA responds because, of course, they lost a few weeks ago to Utah in that ugly-looking game where, as we saw last week, Utah kind of needed that defensive touchdown and even yeah. in order to score against UCLA. Uh, but I, this is a this is a Nice little gut check here for UCLA to see where they're really at. Hey, Jeff, this is my number one action game of the week. No kidding. They are all over this game, and I mean wow. guys with big opinions. Wise both guys, ways? Sharp guys. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, the last guy come in, and this kid, I mean, that's me a lot. I hate to call him, but I call everybody a kid. You know, but he came in, this kid, he gave us 
I think he bet us like 132,000 to win 120. Oh, wow. He's all over the board. I mean, he's all over the board. But he, he, I mean, and he's no dummy. Guy betting that kind of money, you'd certainly have to respect. But he took, he even took the three on Wash State. And I just remember I'm looking, I said, you know, this kid's pretty good. He's pretty sharp, but I can't move this number off the, off the three yet because I'm all over the place here. But this is my highest action game and really kind of by far a ton, a ton of business and big, big money both ways. So th this is going to be a good one. And I think it's going to be a terrific game. I think Wash State started the year maybe a little bit under the radar. Uh, but they've proven themselves rather quickly. And UCLA, I think we expected good stuff from a Chip Kelly team. They've been a little inconsistent. I thought that they would be better than that at this point. But they're not. And uh, is Danielle very uh, listening, uh, Vinny? She's <laughs> I think the, so. Uh, she... old, uh, UCLA cheerleader. Yep. And, uh, hello, Danielle. I don't know if I'm rooting for your team or rooting against somebody now. Call me at 11:59 well, tomorrow. You know what? And I'll tell off. you. You know, two-way action on the total as well. Two way, yeah, I mean, right? this, this is a fantastic yeah. betting game. Yeah. I, I wish every game was like this. Yeah. I like the dog. Not as much at three. I took some earlier in the week with the hook. Uh, I, I, this Wazoo team is really good, mm -hmm. uh, and they get hit, they they are hidden in that conference because right Washington, Oregon. USC, I'm not so sure Wazoo's not better than USC, in all honesty, as a full team. But we'll find out about Wazoo because they'll They're get better than Utah. Uh, well, Utah just has no quarterback right, I mean, right now so, while Rising's still of course out. So. But, I mean, you hear about, you know, Utah gets still gets, well, up until last week, still got attention. Still got attention. Right. Getting a little bit off subject here, but there was a great article about land-grant universities. Okay. that I mean, and you could see Wash State, Oregon State kind of fell into this. And uh, the the way I don't want to get into it too much, but there's a great I think it's on the athletic and how these things came about. The purpose was to build them in rural areas, right? You know, and, well, and those are like, Wazoo's in the most rural area you could possibly. Yeah, get. well, so is Oregon, Oregon State. State yeah, there. How about yeah. Penn State? Like oh, I said, wow. three hours from anywhere. Tree, 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 tree. Beaver yeah. Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it looks like uh, <laughs> looks like a Stonehenge up on the hill there. You know, but I mean that's the point of it. And uh, that right now they're kind of suffering because of that. But it's uh, it's. I always root for the land grant schools. I think you know there's a lot of really good ones out there. Let's get the, let's get th three more games here before we swap over to the NFL at the top of the hour. Quickly here on this one, Cal has taken money, Chris, against yeah. Oregon State. They took uh, what, what I opened this one nine and a half and nine. They took off me. I'm nine eight with this one. Oh. Um, you know, I thought the opening number was okay. Cal's really been inconsistent. Yeah, Oregon State's been very good, but Cal just totally up and down. Uh, but sometimes they're up. You know, first game of the year, I thought they looked like they were going to really be something uh, when they beat North Texas, when a lot of money was against them. But uh, since then, they've kind of wavered a little bit. But Oregon State, very good team. I'm going to go into this one needing Oregon State, and I think that's okay. Yeah, it's similar to uh, Washington State in, in some way. Right, another good quarterback. There's a lot of good quarterbacks in this conference, too. It's a, good, oh, yeah. it's a, it's a really good conference. I mean, yeah. So it, um. You look at next spring's draft. This uh, this is the quarterback uh, draft. I think a lot of folks were were waiting for. Penix, May, Williams, mm -hmm. those three guys all going to go mm -hmm. very high mm -hmm. in the draft. Williams will go number one, assuming he decides to come on out and play for whatever team that is not any good this year mm -hmm. and pass up some nil money. All right, Alabama, Texas A and M. Chris, you've been all over the map on this yeah. game. Alabama back to two and a half right now, uh, but. What a trip. 
yeah. get back to do it a half. It's one of those uh, like a lot of funny gambling stories about how you win a million, blow a million. What happened? Oh, I broke even. Yeah, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like that with this game. Uh, I opened two and a half. They took me all the way down a pick. They laid me all the way back up to two and a half. Um, I think A and M is pretty good. I think they you know, listen even now. I mean, it's a two and a half point spread. Yeah, of course, they have a good chance to win this game. I'm really looking forward to this. It's certainly going to be the game of the afternoon. Uh, I, I don't really like anybody in this game. When it was when they bet me down a pick, I think I'm, I'm thinking, boy, I think Alabama's probably the right side. Now they're up to two and a half, and I'm thinking. Boy, if I was out there, I might want to take a nice little money line on Texas A&M. It's that kind of game. I think I think probably Bama should be a slight favorite, one to two, something like that. But you're cutting it pretty close. You're saying two and a half is my number. I'm going to jump in on that. I'm not sure that would be the case. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a great betting game. It, it has been a great betting game. It's one you want to watch tomorrow. Chris, Chrissy doesn't like anybody in the game, and the two coaches don't like each other either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, you know, again, would uh, another uh, could it, is it another statement game uh, in for for Alabama this year after after losing the Texas game and and uh, getting back on track? So, uh, but again, from our side of the counter, up and down the ladder we go in uh, two way betting. There were great. some rumors that Milrow hurt his hamstring. Right. Well, well if that's I, the case. That, yeah. That that I think that was the move the one way. And now it looks like he's okay, and that's why we're seeing the move back the other way. I think. Yeah, look, it looks like Milrow is going to go. There are still rumors floating around on this. If Milrow plays, I have a hard time seeing Alabama losing this game. I really do. If Milrow doesn't play, all bets are off. No pun yeah. intended on that a one. Because the guys behind Milrow are not any good. Comes as back seen. in on A&M. One last one here in the final minute before we get over the NFL. Michigan on the road at Minnesota. This is Saturday night, 7.30 Eastern. Chris, 18 on Michigan right now against the Gophers. And that's when I made the game. As much as I like Michigan and have them as one of my absolute top teams in the country, uh, Minnesota doesn't give up a lot defensively. I mean, they, they keep games pretty tight. And again, you know, you see an 18-point favorite and the total is 46. That's pretty tight. Um, you know, like I said, I made it 18. We opened the game 20 just because I wanted to be with the market. And I even saw a little bit higher when I opened it. But, uh, you know, I, I could see where you'd play the dog here. But right now, I think this is a good number. I, I don't think that's quite enough to get me playing on the dog. But if you got the 20 again, which you might, you never know on games like this, I think then the dog might come into play. All about the dog here so far. Absolutely. From, from the betters, yeah. Absolutely. That's a late-night game in Minneapolis. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we go to the NFL full card for week five here on Sports by the Book. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, Join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. Bingo! 
and each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket riders are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book, over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. Welcome back in Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Vinny Maliulo, Chris Andrews alongside our number two, I could say it again, our two-hour mm -hmm. football Friday shows. Jimmy Vaccaro will show up uh, yes. in 15 minutes. Yes, that's uh, mm -hmm. that's what we hope. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. come on in. We'll uh, be uh, to my Set left. Set your clock by it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Which clock? <laughs> as always, uh, thank you for tuning in, uh, wherever you may be watching us today, YouTube, uh, our website, uh, wherever you may be watching. And, of course, if you missed any of the first hour, we're available Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music as well. Plenty of places to hear the audio version as well if you missed any of our number one. All right, let's go to the NFL here, guys. Let's start in London. Breakfast and football here for mm. the West Coast yet again. Uh, we get another London game next week as well, so three for three on that before we go to Germany in a few weeks after that. Uh, Jacksonville-Buffalo. So this is a Buffalo home game, so I'm mm -hmm. sure the Bills love that they lose the home game yeah. for this. And the weird quirk that we've talked that we talked about even when the schedule was released, Jacksonville is the first team ever to play back-to-back -back weeks in London. They were there last week. They won and covered against Atlanta. Chris, you opened five. It's now five and a half. Yeah. Total back to where it started at 48 and a half for this one. You know, my numbers come to five and a half on this okay. game. So no beef whatsoever with the number. But you just have to wonder about the travel. You know, I think this sets up fairly well for Jacksonville here. You know, I think they, they've been there an extra week. You know, have you ever have you been to London? I don't know if you have or not. Takes, I've been to Europe. I haven't been to London. No. It takes a couple of days. Well, I've been to Europe a couple of times, but I've been to London specifically. And it really takes a couple of days for your body clock to get used. I remember the first time my wife and I were taking a bus trip to Stonehenge. And I remember telling her, my body is telling me, what are you doing awake, you idiot? It's three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. We're really it's whatever right. it is, you know. But uh, I, I think it just takes a while. And I think this gives a little bit of an edge to Jacksonville. Uh, like I said, the number's right there. I'm not sure you're getting tremendous value with it. But if I was out there playing, I think I would take a hunch and bet on Jacksonville. I think the Bills went today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think they – I would have thought they were Teams traveling have been sooner. traveling later and you know? later. They've yeah. been treating it as, ba as like they would tra travel yeah. from Buffalo yeah. to Los yeah. Angeles when they play the Chargers later so, this year. Just that you're losing hours as opposed to gaining yeah. them back. I mean, obviously, the Jags with a – a time adjustment advantage. Um, 
the Bills, I think the key for this game is going to be the Bills' ability to put pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Now, they've got injuries to their secondary, so if he gets time, that could, you know, it could certainly uh, present some problems for the Bills. But um, the Bills' defense overall has been very good. You may see Von Miller. Von Miller claims he's you know like, claims he's, he's playing. He said he's ready to play. Now yeah. is he you know are we going to see him you know thirty or forty snaps? I I kind of doubt it. But that that's what I'm talking about. That that kind of pass rushes. I think what they're going to need to uh, uh, in in this game. And and again five five and a half is the same number really. Yeah, they're both dead numbers. Yeah. I even though it's a dead number, I do think this is a good spot. For the Jags, just I think yeah. being there will be an advantage. But sure. look, the Bills are just decimating teams right now. They pummeled Vegas three weeks ago. Obviously, the Washington game we talked about earlier beat them down, and then they very easily could have scored as much as they wanted against Miami if that game didn't get yeah. out of hand. Probably should have beat the Jets in opening night. They probably should have. I mean, but uh, yeah. the four turnovers, four turnovers. Playing, later. The only team playing nearly as well as them is the Niners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the Niners are. Still slightly better anyway. I know the power slightly. ratings say that slightly. as well. But Buffalo is playing some great football right now because Josh Allen's not turning the ball over. No. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that's really one. what it is. Yeah, yeah, game one. That's what I lost to the Jets because he kept yeah. turning the ball over. By the way, I just want to mention something real quick. And I was talking to Vinny before we came on the air. You know, my September handle, year over year. Yep. Up 40%. Wow. That's an incredible yeah, number. It's not, like like you, said, it's not like you didn't do a ton of business last well, year. Well, I was saying, it's no. not like this place has ever been sleepy hollow. It's always been a lot of business. But right now, as I'm looking through the numbers, I'm doing a lot more business on the college so far than on the pros. And I think a lot has huh. to do, there's a couple good games. I think this Bills game is a good game. And I got some pretty good action. But it is 630 in the morning. You right. know what I mean? So guys are going to have to bet this one early. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the uh, Sunday night game is the game of the year. So, so far, far, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cowboys and Niners. But so far, you look at the uh, the rest of the schedule. It's really not such a great schedule. Not a lot but, of a wow games at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, so I'm hoping that my action picks up here and kind of keeps pace with the pace that we've set so far. Saturday definitely looks like it is, but Sunday I need. I, I hope some action picks up. But you know what? It's Jeff, the NFL. If you've been here Sunday morning, people will show you know, up. People will bet it. Twelve windows, eleven kiosks. We wind up opening two over in the race book. It'll it figures to get up there. But red number, bet type, bet amount. They'll find you us. ever heard that one before? Yeah, a few yeah. times. He'll be yeah. in at eleven. I mean, at three fifteen. If he's here at eleven fifteen, we all be home by. Yeah. then. I'm sure Jimmy would be home as well. Yeah, he'll be on. <laughs> his, he'll be on his fourth I, hour of sleep. I meant a.m. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, uh, I do want to bring this up because you have highest scoring team. Yeah, right. And and the first touchdown score, score team to score the first touchdown in the right. 10 a.m. window. So right. no Buffalo Jacksonville for that. But if you want to bet that highest scoring team for the NFL, yeah, you got to do it before that Buffalo Jacksonville. Right. They're, game they're in the mix for that. They are not in the mix for the first touchdown of the day. No, well, make sure you get that bet in on. If yeah. you're here betting the college on Saturday, get your highest scoring yeah, team and bet in. Play Absolutely. Yeah. Who's the favorite in that this week? For the, the for highest the scoring team? Highest scoring team for the NFL. Uh, the, actually, the Eagles at 7-1. And the, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the the Chiefs are 9-2. to two. But, And the Chiefs are 11-2 uh, uh, to two yeah, as so well. Nine so to there's two, the Dolphins. Plus yeah. 450. Dolphins. Oh, yeah, they're plus four playing four. the Giants. You know. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that game in a few minutes. Uh, not good for Big Blue so far this year. Uh, and Evan Neal made it a little bit worse with the fan base, which is not what you want. Uh, for sure. All right. You know, this is an intriguing game to me, guys. 
And it would not have looked like an intriguing game three weeks ago, but now it is. Yeah. Houston and Atlanta. Falcons, Chris, you opened them two and a half. Yeah. It took you all the way to pick. Yeah. And now it's back to Atlanta one and a half. Total hasn't moved at all from 41 and a half when he opened last Sunday. Atlanta going the wrong way mm-hmm. the last two weeks. Quite frankly, they should be one and three. There was no reason Green Bay should have blown that game in week two. Desmond Ritter does not look like he belongs as an NFL no, starter. And then on the flip side, C.J. Stroud has been great, mm-hmm. and Houston looks very well coached through the first four weeks of the year at two and two. You never know when you get these new coaches. But I'd say so far, DeMarco Ryans looks like he is a legit coach. Absolutely. I mean, he's on the sidelines. You could just see he doesn't look flustered. It looks like he's well under control. The team has performed way above expectations. A part of it, I thought Stroud, I said last year, and guys told me I was nuts, I thought he should be the number one pick over Young. I just thought I like the bigger guys. And I know I'm an old school guy, but I like the bigger guys. And Stroud's been big. He's a lot more than just big, Jeff, in case you haven't noticed. This kid can play. This kid's a quarterback. And I think the future looks very bright right now for Houston. It looks like they got the right coach, the right quarterback. And they got a lot of they got to make a lot of other really good decisions, too. And they're far from that so far. But uh, you get those two positions filled with young guys that look like they have a good future. And uh, I think the future is bright. I don't know if they're going to win this game. I think right now, one and a half is about the right number. Mm -hmm. I thought Atlanta deserved to be a slight favorite. I don't want to go overboard yet on Houston. But uh, I I think Atlanta deserves to be a very, very slight favorite here at home. And that's what they are. I look for, particularly with new coaches, how the team responds to them and how they compete, how they battle. I mean, and Chrissy touched on it. I mean, this Houston team, they they, they battle. And you can say, well, Vin, you know, they all battle. They all battle. Not every, not every you, you can you look at a vibe of a team, and the vibe of this team is they're together, uh, they're uh, they're supportive of each other. There's teams that are disjointed, and we'll get to some of them. You know, I mean, up Didn't until Jeff mentioned the Giants up, up in okay. the, up up until last night, the Bears were were <laughs> yeah. were, were that sure. team. So credit they they responded like that, but uh, uh, the Texans, and we'll get to. Uh, uh, we'll get to yeah, one in a second on the yeah. dysfunctional team at the moment. Well, and, and another team that's battling and overachieving, I think, in the eyes of a lot of people is uh, uh, is the Cardinals. But mm-hmm. uh, I like what we've seen so far out of the Texans in terms of, of, of battle. I, I like Atlanta this week. I think this is a, a good bounce back. Did you bet them at pick or one? Did you, get, did you bet them yet? Or? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if we get back to one because I was uh, – okay. I was uh, I was not not doing what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, cheap money line price uh, on, on a cheap money line on a pick earlier in the week, but you know this. Sometimes we overreact to teams we don't expect to be good that end up looking okay. That end up looking yeah. good, and I think that might be a situation with Houston. And I know home road splits don't matter much in the NFL. I think the home road's going to matter for Atlanta, and you don't think of that as a real home field advantage. But Ritter's been playable at home this year. He's been completely awful away from Mercedes-Benz Stadium these last two games. So I think playing at home helps Ritter a little bit against Houston. Uh, Again, that's an early window game for that one. All right, let's hit one more here uh, before we get our guy Jimmy on set. Detroit and Carolina. Chris, when was the last time Detroit was almost a double-digit favorite (laughs) against anyone? I think Milt Plum was a quarterback. (laughs) It's been a while for that one. (laughs) Uh, Lions, nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the final winless team in the league, Carolina. Total uh, bouncing around 43-and-a-half to 45, now 44. Well, we touched 10 on this game. Yeah. Yes, you know, he did. So uh, we were at 10. We're back down to nine-and-a-half. 
I see a lot of nines around, but they they took it off me. But I got money on the lines too, so they've become one of the public teams, and uh, I can see why they 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 win and they're you know fairly exciting and they're well coached and you know a coach that I had my questions about and the quarterback that I had even more questions about, but uh, he's playing well too. So right now I think it's a, I think the numbers okay. Um, this is a classic, uh, Jeff, on that old show we used to do where I used to say diminishing returns. You know, you got to be careful laying big numbers on any NFL team. But I think right now, gun to my head, I would probably play Detroit. I think it's a little bit un- – if it was 10, I'd pass. But under 10, I think I'd take a shot with Detroit. In every teaser, every money line parlay, yeah. um, even though it's high. And by the way, it looks like Jameson Williams. I think he comes back from his suspension. He is back because so, of the change which is, of rules, yes. Um, he originally had a six-game suspension, and um, – now he's got. Uh, he'll be back. So after four, so big addition for the uh, Lions there. Your survivor pools this week: Detroit Lions may very well be team number one selected. Probably. So we'll Makes see. Sense. There are a few. There are a few good ones this week. One of them that I thought was going to get used last night barely got used in the pool. They uh, in the pool that I've, I've been monitoring. But regardless, we'll see how this goes. It's nine and a half right now. Forty-four to total. Detroit at home against Carolina. All right, we'll take a quick break. We come back. Jimmy, Carol, on set with all of us. We'll see where we go. Got a lot of big tickets as well when we get back. Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. The bright lights, the glitz, the glamour. It all means nothing without a shot. A chance to turn dreams into reality. To change your destiny. To make history. Nothing is given. Everything it's more than a race. It's a shot at a championship. Let's go get a championship, baby! The NASCAR playoffs return to Las Vegas Motor Speedway for the South Point 400, October 13th through 15th. At South Point, we want you to have fun, but we also care about your well-being. Guests have access to our private, state-of-the-art fitness center. No need to miss your workout when we have everything you need, even fitness classes. Be well and be strong. And after your workout, you can look your best and feel even better with a visit to the Costa del Sur Salon. Revitalizing manicures, pedicures, haircuts, and colors for both women and men because you deserve to look your best. Our gaming amenities include over 60 table games and over 2,600 of the most popular slot and video poker machines. We have penny slots, including the popular Buffalo games and real machines like Wheel of Fortune, Triple Sevens, and Mega Bucks. If you prefer video poker, try Deuces Wild, Double Double Bonus, or a variety of multi-denomination games. Or try your hand at one of the most popular casino table games in the world, Blackjack. Don't let the game intimidate you. Blackjack, also known as 21, is both easy and fun. And our dealers are always happy to assist. And the best part? Blackjack always pays three to two. Next, check out the roulette tables. Roulette is one of the easiest casino games to learn and so much fun to play. In addition to blackjack and roulette, our casino pit features over 60 popular table games like Baccarat, Pie Gal Poker, Three Card Poker, Ultimate Texas Hold'em, and Mississippi Stud. So get out of your room and come join in the fun. Welcome back in. Sports by the Book is the show here at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliula alongside me to my right, to my left in studio. Our good friend Jimmy Vaccaro with us right now. Jimmy, I'm, I'm welcome. Co- I'm Koufax, the lefty. Yes. 
Thank you. All right. He was pretty good. Chris remembers Rob Vincennes, too. Sure. Go lay, go lay $4 on. Uh, but the only thing about that, like you laid the $4, we're like the Dodgers didn't score many runs then, you know, way back when. They didn't uh, have to with him. You yeah. were rooting for 2-1 final. That's what you were rooting for. One of my best, one of my favorite stories about Koufax, he didn't pitch on Yom Kippur. Because you gave up, so they started dries, though, instead. Pretty decent pitcher. That's Okay. <laughs> He gave up seven runs in three and a third innings. Wow. Walter Olsen comes up to get him, drives no hands on the ball. He goes, I bet you wish I was Jewish too, didn't you? <laughs> and I used to guard Ann Myers uh, when she came to the sporting house. That was Drysdale's wife, right? Ann, yeah. what was her name? Ann Myers. Ann Myers, Myers yeah. yeah. She slaughtered me. Absolutely, like, shoved it everywhere I could get shoved at. And she would laugh after, hey, Jimmy, I'll beat the sporting house again. All right, let's get to something that obviously maybe can bring more light to what we do as a living. Please. I got four tickets here, and they're all bet by the same guy. And Chris says, you know, you saw the guy. You know who he is if you see him. I know him. he is, yeah. But here's what that I'm getting lot, at, then yeah. I'll, I'll – all right. Maryland plus 20 for to win 10,000. All right. Alabama U, pick them to win 10,000. Okay. Kansas State, minus 440 on a money line. 20,000 to win 4,500. Here's the reason I'm bringing this one up. Uh, he laid 440. He could have laid for his brains 380 and $4. Now, as Chris would say, this guy, he met him. He bets, doesn't, he cares about the number, but he doesn't seem to stop him betting it. And one more, Chris, and then, well, this one was easy. Cowboys plus the four for 11,000. I think that game goes down, and I think he knows a little bit about that, but, you know, we'll see. So, I just wanted to bring that up to show you, and Chris, explain a little more about it. Like, some people just want to play, and this is one of the guys that want to play. Can I tell you something, Jimmy? You know why he comes? He loves to come here, because he knows he wins, he loses. He doesn't get any trouble from us. He wins this week. What do we do? Pat him on the back. That's all. See you next week. You pay him, and there he goes. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I know a lot of other places don't do it. That. A lot of Some places do. A lot of places don't. He knows he can come here. He's going to get all the bets he wants. He's not going to get a hard time over anything. Play some good numbers. Play some not-so-good numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, the guy's a, a terrific customer of ours, and uh, I'm glad to have him. And you know what? He wins sometimes. Believe me, he wins a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I said, what do we do? Pat him on the back. Right. Hey, see you next week. But he knows he doesn't have to spread it around you can get it down no, at one time you know we have we have the, the a, a guy we all we all know we won't, we won't name him but he, he comes every year from back east to bet regular season wins in every mm -hmm. sport and mm -hmm. he, he used to have to make three different four different stops and he came here and he said listen what what can you tell what well, what are you what are you looking for and we put him down he only makes one stop in fact sometimes he comes in he gets here like around midday, and he just leaves. Yeah, flies back. Flies back up. Yeah, the, the nice ten hour, ten hours on a plane day. Yeah. I, I mean, but he, he it's he, convenient. Yeah. It's, like it's Vinny easy. Said, we, yeah. we, Vinny asked him, "Look, what, what do you look? I'm looking to bet like ten thousand yeah. on season win totals." Okay, he bets them all the time. It's, you know, it's a he, good customer. He's picking. It's a good relationship. Yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy, and uh, he picks his yeah. games, and he plays, and he plays. That's all. We we get some guys, and obviously, Chris, you have to okay all these big plays. That uh, some people even. Get me something to eat after I'm done. They usually want to run in and do something. A lot of those people are out-of-town people. They want to come, make their best, maybe grab something to eat. Then we won't see this guy till these games are over. He won't, you know, he won't show up, which means to we'll me— We'll see him next Friday, probably. Yeah, but to <laughs> me, it's like 
how can you say no to this guy? Don't give me like started well, Jimmy, this and that, whatever. No, but, you know, just taking it and not considering anything about it. There's no rigid rules with Chris. If you play and do the things what we give you, the uh, the idea of how to do it and not to ask for anything and whatever, it works. And let's call it like it is. You know, it's getting it's getting pretty dicey out there. What do I mean by that? It's like there's more and more books every day opening up all over the country. And we want to keep our share and keep growing. Well, part of keeping growing is just like take care of your customer base. And I think if we get there and we get come one or two times, uh, well, you know, obviously we know this guy's going to come back no matter what. And it's a new ball game out there. It's a new way of people getting down and getting down for a fair amount of money. Now, this is a big, big amount of money. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's probably make maybe 1% of the world bets this type of money on a on a football game. But I, I like to see it. I like to see more of it. And yes, we are seeing more of it. It's about consistency. Absolutely. And, 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 and Jimmy, again, you've all again, how many years has it been between the three? You guys? 137 and growing. 130 oh, and growing. Mm -hmm. That's you, right. you added you added that one. I did. It's growing. It's true. <laughs> it We're is still true. here, right? It's a factual statement. You guys are all still here. Also, by the way, thank you. Also, Vinny, mm -hmm. we have to wish Jimmy. Well, happy I was birthday. just going to say we yeah. were going to save it, but uh, you know, t today is uh, Jimmy's finally old enough to be in a casino. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday, Jimmy! Thank you very much. They did card me. They did. Yes. They carded you good. As they, they should. Carded. You, so still, you don't need a fake ID anymore. No, well, you well, got all that hair. No wonder they yeah, carded I, you. I brought. Yeah. I got my license here. I just want to show people. You look. I do everything by the book. <laughs> but here's another little funny thing. Sounds not, like a not name funny. for a show. Uh, let's go back 40 years. You know this. The limits on it. Forget whatever. But the limits on these bets would have probably been about five thousand on the game, something like that. Because first of all, you know you had to de first decide where you're at, who you're booking for, what's your normal play during the during the. You know you're not. This to me is much better than one guy walking up to the counter and want to bet two hundred fifty thousand on the game. Why? Because you don't want to, the, the size of the book that we have. You you don't want one decision making your whole Saturday mm -hmm. afternoon. Give me 10, 10 of these all the time against the one because obviously we got the juice going mm -hmm. for us. I'm not giving any secrets away out there, but any bookmaker who understands this racket, say, it's, uh, say a guy bet 10,000. You'd probably rather have uh, 10 people betting 1,000 as one person betting oh, 10,000 if, sure. that, if yeah. that was your biggest bet for the day. For sure. Yeah, spread it around. That's it. Good. Before, uh, before, uh, we, we, uh, before we move back to the NFL, I do want to go but go over to baseball real quick. Okay, Because you brought this up, and it's mm -hmm. a good conversation to have with Jimmy also here as well. You guys have the tightest baseball lines. Forget just Nevada. Forget just anywhere. the whole country. Well, <laughs> He's everywhere right much, now. You're talking about the straddle, too. Yeah, There's yeah, the yeah. difference exactly. between the, yeah. the favorite yep. and the and the and Which the is the advantageous underdog. to the player. Yeah. So, you know, that's the way yep. we do things. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with Michael Gone today, and we were talking about baseball. And I said, Michael, yeah, we use a dime line. I mean, it, the percentage is low, but it goes for seven months. <laughs> you know, right. it's, a, it's a long time. A lot know? of volume. You know, and, and I'll tell you another good thing, seriously, about South Point. You can park right outside the door. <laughs> right. Free. Guys run in. Free. And, yeah, free. free. Yeah, free. thank you, Vinny. Yes. Yeah, I, like I said, Jackie Gone would go crazy. Guys were charging for parking in this town. But mm. you park right out here free. You run in, you make a bet. Listen, we want to stay. God bless you. We got all kind of stuff to make you stay. But if you don't, you can make your bets and leave. We got the best straddle in town. 
And our baseball business over the course of seven months is fantastic. And, and the other thing about the, about the baseball, to me, the baseball is a pain in the ass. I mean, I don't like <laughs> to watch it. I just like to see who we need, then go from there and get the finals. But here is why I always thought the, it was on my side. Why was that? When they bet you baseball, you can't get middled. You're either, you know, they're gonna, you're gonna move the, the line or whatever, but you can only fall. So you can get off of how much you want with the baseball, even though, you know, if it's down to two and a half percent of your win, at least you went from a $30,000 decision down to 20. You can do, you know, mm -hmm. Chris may do it at times, may not do it, but just remember this, you can't get middled on the baseball game. So it's another way out to put yourself in a spot you wanna be in. And Chris and Vinny, and, and obviously, when I was uh, doing it also as a, in full time all the time, it's like you always had that in the back of your mind. You knew that if you wanted to get something off, it wasn't hard. If you're taking plus six, then, you know, okay, now it's plus four. If you want to take uh, whatever you want, 5,000, 10,000, whatever. Sure. It, it has to be run properly. And obviously the two guys I'm looking at run it properly. And that's where we go from there. Chris, for uh, the series prices, Vinny and I touched on it a little bit yesterday. You also have the, the exactas for the yeah. World Series as well, which is a bet that I always love love seeing out there as well. As what is a, I would imagine that the Dodgers will be the most public team though through this uh, division series, probably. Yeah, they probably are, but I mean Atlanta. Atlanta's yeah, really good. Atlanta's <laughs> really good. Yeah, I mean we're sure. uh, you know, the Dodgers. Yeah, they play right down the street, so we're going to get a lot of that California money. But uh, boy, this Atlanta team. I mean, I, I think they're the best team. I guess we'll find out in a couple of weeks, you know, but I think they're the best team. And a lot of guys agree with me that right now, you know, they're the shortest price and I think deservedly so. Public is all over. It, it, here's your three-teamer. Braves, Astros, Dodgers. Yeah. For game one or series, Vinny? I'm no, in, in, in game one. Well, I think for and the, the last seven two, months. And, 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 and all the last seven months. I mean, yeah. Yeah. pick a day. Yeah, exactly. A day that ends in why. It's not yeah. just tomorrow. <laughs> and sometimes you might root for something maybe it's not the biggest decision but you want them to play the dodgers on tuesday wednesday and thursday which means it brings more people in you know at least uh, we can bring I, i'd rather see i'd rather see half of the house sitting as opposed to like having the better game but i know chris is nodding his head but i still give me something tuesday wednesday and thursday to like you know, jack up the handle maybe 15 20 percent and you're right no matter what we're gonna be rooting against the dodgers it's that's the way it, it's koufax is not in the bullpen no no, he's not. No. Or Drysdale. I, 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 I will. I will say. I, I said this to Vinny yesterday. This is not a. This is not a cakewalk for the Dodgers in this first round series against Arizona. No, because they played great. Arizona's starting pitching matches up pretty well with the Dodgers. <laughs> Dodgers, look, they've those three. Those three guys have been awesome this year, especially Betts and Freeman, who are MVP candidates every single year. But this is not going to be an easy go for. The Dodgers, and as I told Vinny yesterday, I like the Phillies to upset Atlanta outright. Do you really? Yeah, I do. You like the okay. Phillies and the Orioles. Yeah, I do. In the I do. The, 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 the unconventional I-95 bowl. And you Ooh. like the uh, the Phillies to win it, I right? Do. At 30 to 1. Is that exact? Uh, What's the exact of pay? You got 30, right? 30. 30. 30? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, 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 to beat the Orioles? He's got yeah. it right there. There it is. 30. I, yeah. I, have a, I have a few Philly futures uh, as high as 20 to 1 this year. Okay, so that's good. Good for you. We're... By hopefully, the way, hoping those get home. Perception is reality to a lot of folks, and we talk about you know. So the Dodgers are up to two to one. I think you'll they'll probably go through to two to one. Uh, that is the the last game tomorrow. It's the primetime game. So the way we talk about rollover in in the in the college football and in the pro football, uh, you're going to see that as well in uh, in the baseball today. Open a dollar ninety, um, and I think 
when I the reason I say perception is reality is because of the way they handled Arizona during the season. 100%. But again, the postseason is is different, and I think it helps Arizona the fact that they have been in their rhythm. Sometimes the the, the buy doesn't help teams. Didn't help last year. It didn't help yeah. the Braves last year. Didn't help the that. Dodgers either. Right? They, the were, Dodgers. they lost as yeah. well in the yeah. best of so five. We'll here, see what happens there. So I, I like it uh, in this side of the coin where obviously I'm pointing to Chris because obviously he runs the joint. He puts us in good positions. Doesn't mean we win them all, but like, right. that's the other thing. If you're in a good spot and go 50-50 in a good spot, you'll make a lot of money. It, wait. And uh, again, you know, not that I have to blow his horn, but like he's been doing his entire life also. And I like to walk by, just talk for a minute or two and see you know, what's going on. But uh, then when you look at the finals with the future book, the guy puts you where you want to be if it's your money. <laughs> no, we're in good shape with the futures too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, before we let you go. Yes, sir. We have to put this up. You showed us this before the show because the folks in Pittsburgh are not happy with Matt Canada. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's, there you go. That's that's the yeah. bridge going to Trafford. <laughs> yeah. You see to the to the left a little bit, that was the Mellon Bank building. They blew that up about five years ago. And you can see right behind the thing a little bit, oh, you see a little half of a white building was an apartment house that's where me and Sonny and my mother and father lived for like eight years that's right on cavett avenue i mean look at that metro metropolis is that what they call it metropolitan metropolitan metropolis yeah I mean, look at this picture i mean i'll sell it to you if we got to start at eight thousand <laughs> and the bridge is going over what and the bridge is going turtle creek going over turtle lives. creek going over turtle Creek. and the other side of that billboard says we love you jimmy Yes. yes. <laughs> now, wait, if you go up there to the top, you hit the park, and then you make a left-hand turn, walk three blocks, and where are you at? The Polish Hall. There we go. <laughs> drink all night. See you guys later. Have fun. <laughs> <We got> Jimmy Vaccaro, <laughs> everyone. Uh, you know, we're going to keep we're gonna keep this rolling. Like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy stroll on across there here, as always. There he goes. That's it. There he goes. Signature. <laughs> Absolute signature. One Absolutely. One of a kind. One of a kind for sure. All right, let's uh, get back into the NFL. Oh, okay. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, go back to the NFL here real quick, guys. Uh, AFC South, Chris. This matchup in Indianapolis, uh, Colts and the Titans for this one. You know, I'll, I'll say this with, with Indianapolis. They showed a heck of a lot of resolve last week. Mm -hmm. They're down 23-0. Yeah. They force overtime. They had a shot to win at the end of regulation and then had the quickest three and out in the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. Uh, but regardless, really good resolve for a team that I did not think was going to be particularly good this year. They're two and two. They seem to have hired the right coach. They seem to have gotten the right quarterback for said coach. Uh, but yet this week it's been all about the Titans in the betting market here, uh, yeah. Chris. I'm looking at my charts here. They took uh, plus one, pick them, minus one, minus one and a half, and minus two. I guess they're going to be rooting for the Colts uh, tomorrow or on yeah. Sunday. I'm but you're right, though. They picked. It looks like they have the right coach. Yeah. Uh, Richardson, I had big question marks about him. Mostly not his talent, but his total lack of experience. Yeah. Uh, I think the kid has a chance to be good because I think he does have the right coach. He figures to get nothing but better at this point. Uh, but, again, we're a long way to go. So many, of these so many of these quarterbacks get ruined by bad coaching, a bad situation from whether it's a general manager, ownership, whatever. But so far, so a good but uh, I'll definitely be rooting for him pretty hard come Sunday. Um, Jonathan Taylor returned to practice this week. I don't know if we're going to see him this week, though. I, I think not if, sure. if it's announced that he's going to play, then I think we'll see some 
we'll probably see some some Colts money, Chris, at at, at that point. Um, but um, yeah, it looks another team though that's uh, who again from a early or preseason power rating thought they've performed they've performed mm-hmm. well and uh, another team that battles. So give them credit there. And I see teams battle. Look, you look at teams. Look, look at Denver. I mean, there's disharmony there, right? I mean, so not that they're not, you know, uh, you know, trying to win games, but who's in sync? And I think that's a reflection. Well, that's the thing, coaches, Vinny. You know, right? every yeah. guy out there is playing. They're for playing his for job, their job, yeah. But are you playing for the guy next? No, to you? You that's, know, that, that's, that's you talk about being in sync. Right. That's part of being in sync. You know, 100%. You know, you're playing. You're playing your best. But right. You're doing what's best for the team. See, if you know, you're successful, I'm true. successful, and vice versa. And that's not always that. So it's well said. I'm a little – there are offensive line injuries for Indianapolis. That's really the biggest reason that this line has moved the way yeah, it people has. People are paying more attention to that. Lately. Yeah. It, I, I'm I'm a little surprised that people are, are aggressively betting Tennessee as much as they have here. I, the Titans – look, last week more had to do with Cincinnati more than it had to do with the Titans. Agreed. I, the, the Bengals are broken right Agreed. now. Agreed. And yes. Joe Burrow is not healthy. Not healthy. No. I, that did not have to do with Tennessee. Last week, that was more that the Bengals are a broken football team and can't stop the run. That's why Henry looked like himself last week. If this thing somehow touches three, I will have to beat the uh, the blink of the eye there, Vinny, yeah, and, and and end up uh, on Indianapolis here if this somehow go. gets the three. Uh, because I I think that's at that point. It's that like, all right, all right, good enough uh, for there. All right, uh, the New York Giants are not at home this week. That's good because they've been outscored 64-3 to at home this year. Uh, they were going to be at home, but they got run out of town. Yes, they are in Miami. There will be a bunch of Giants fans in, in, at that game in Miami, as we would expect. But, Chris, this is – look, Miami's coming off getting throttled by Buffalo. And they're still 3-1. They're still one of the better teams in the league. You open nine and a half before uh, we saw the Giants embarrass right. themselves yeah. on Monday night against the Seahawks. And it's all the way up to 12 and a half on the Miami Dolphins right now. With money. Yeah. With money. Uh, although, after the nine and a half, I think we opened at 11. Yeah. Reopen 11, yes. Yeah, we reopened 11. Yeah. I keep thinking of my dear old Uncle Jack. He would say, Chris, no team's as good as they looked last week. No team's as bad as they looked last week either. And I keep thinking mm-hmm. of the perfect example would be Miami. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, they put 70 on the board. They got throttled by Buffalo last yeah. week. Did they come back? Yeah, probably. But the, the Giants have anything in the tank? I don't want to say anything left in the tank because they never had it in the first place. <laughs> they never put it out there. Yeah, do they have anything in the tank? And, and if they listen, it's a mountain to climb. Twelve, and you know, keep talking about you know diminishing returns. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is this number is getting up there. If they have any fortitude whatsoever, they're going to show up. And I don't know about win the game, but they should cover this number. Uh, yeah, listen. I, if I was out there playing, I'd never lay double digits in an NFL mm-hmm. game. But I, I I would be tempted to play the Giants here, certainly if I got the 13. And I think they will get there. Yeah, I think uh, I think Chris is right. I think it does touch 13. I think that's going to be a t- – now, Barkley's status for the uh, for the Giants is, is key here, right? So still Same sort of uh, deals last week still it, for second Exactly. One. Probably a, uh, a game-time game time decision. Yeah. Um, but it's not going to shock. Uh, shock me if this game uh, touches 13 at all. Again, the, the, who, this is a big, big teaser game by the public and uh, yeah. on on in favor of the of the Dolphins. T- totals also been hit to the under here, Chris. Totals been hit uh, to the under down to 47 and a half, 49 and a half down to 47. Yeah, so, so. I, I, you peaked at 50 when you reopened on uh, on Tuesday as well. So yeah. uh, people have been taking this under. That I don't know if I necessarily agree with. I know the Giants' well, offense has looked awful, but. 
they haven't shown the ability to to, to stop anyone either. I think as the as the number goes up, then the total will. Yeah, get, I mean, this will. will I would imagine the total will get hit to the over on on, yeah. on Saturday morning, on Sunday morning, I should say. And I agree with you both that this will touch thirteen at least for a little bit longer than a blink. Yeah, on mm-hmm. on thirteen. Yeah, we'll we'll <clears throat> we'll need a few blinks. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Foxborough next. Uh, you know, the Patriots, the Patriots, these are these are not your Brady Patriots anymore. These are more like your uh, your pre-Belichick Brady era Patriots yeah. at this point. But they are favored in this game still. Helping two down to one. There are a, a, just a, a collection of bad injuries on the New England defensive side. Judon is out for an extended period of time. Christian Gonzalez, the, the star corner rookie out of Oregon who's been great through the first four weeks. His season is over with a shoulder injury. Totals 49, or excuse me, 39 on this one. It's just a matter of, do you trust Derek Carr on the road at this point? Who's not 100%. Who's not 100%, correct, and did not play well last week with the injury he has. Well, you talk about, uh, you know, it's it's not necessarily a good thing for, for a team to have two quarterbacks. It appears that the I don't know. Don't the Patriots really have that now between Jones and Zappi? I think I mean, the Patriots have no quarterbacks. Right? I think that. So, I, I, so yeah. that's yeah. if you have two quarterbacks, you have none, right? That's I mean, of course, I, I think you're early. stretching on calling them two. So maybe. well, there you go. <laughs> so um, look, and their injuries, particularly defensively in their secondary, they're they're uh, making trades all uh, this week and and trying to uh, you know get that that defense sorted out. Uh, I, but not that the Saints are a, an offensive juggernaut, but Again, Patriots can't score points. I would want nothing to do with this game. By the mm-hmm. way, the quarterback I was thinking about, Tony Eason. Oh, he was in the so he was a quarterback was, when they made the Super Bowl. They made the Super, drafted in yeah. front of Dan Marino. Yeah, not great. He was maybe a quarterback a, against maybe the Bears, not a good right? choice in that Super yeah. Bowl. He started against the started. Bears. Of course, yeah. Grogan came in quickly yeah. after yeah. Uh, Eason yeah. blew. Eason couldn't handle that pass rush. Not that Grogan could either, but uh, yeah. no, no one could that. Yeah, year. Uh, Marino did. Marino beat him. That, that was the only Marino loss. Didn't Patriots score first in that game? Patriots scored first in that game. Yeah. Man. All right. <laughs> flashback. Bookie flashback. I have a story about that in my book that's coming out. We'll pump go. that when it's coming out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's uh, let's go to the next one. The AFC North matchup that is usually a very physical game. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And, uh, in Pittsburgh for this one, Chris, Kenny Pickett looks like he is going to go. Yeah. And... It has not moved the line one. Okay, I don't know how much that means. Not much, evidently. <laughs> Pittsburgh's a four-point dog at home in this one. So I'm doing my numbers. And I like to do my numbers. I don't want to know what anybody else made anything. You know, so I made my numbers. I'm looking through. And, oh, my God. I got the Ravens a three-and-a-half-point favorite at Pittsburgh. I'm thinking, that's got to be wrong. I got to be nuts. And I looked, oh, it's either three-and-a-half or four. You know, so, right. uh, you know, now I was right on. Um <clears throat> Listen, I'm a, everybody knows I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I'll be rooting for the Steelers, you know, but I have no confidence right now. And you saw that sign that we played when Jimmy was uh, exiting. You got to fire Canada. I mean, their offense has no creativity whatsoever. And, I mean, when he when they had the fourth and one and he ran it out of shotgun, I might have fired him as soon as he got to the sideline there. And that was just a ridiculous well, he call. Got, he got his quarterback hurt on top of it. Yeah, he got line. his quarterback yeah. hurt on top of it. I mean, it's just a horrible call. But anyway, I think the number's about right. I think I, I kind of think the Steelers will show up. You know, so I, you know, gun to my head, I would play the Steelers, but not with a whole lot of confidence here. But these games are always really close. Totals 38. Tells you right there, it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think I would take the underdog Steelers at home here. But I think it was, I'm not going crazy. We touched four and a half at one point. We did. Yeah, yeah so... 
that was definitely a take. Um, yeah. Uh, both teams banged up, and this is always a physical matchup too. So you want to pay actually attention to how they come out of this game looking ahead because yeah. typically uh, after, you know, the week after these two meet, uh, the following week they're, they're still yeah. uh, pretty black and blue. But uh, I think the Steelers, uh, they, you know, last week was a disappointment if you were a Steeler fan. I mean, they had an opportunity to come out of that game 3-1, and one after, especially after what they did mm -hmm. here in Las Vegas sure. the week before. Um, but they were – let me tell you something. They were completely outplayed uh, from start to finish last week. And again, uh, credit the Texans. In yeah, that, game. that was one where the Texans, again, we talked about it last Sunday. They I, just, thought the, I thought the Steelers were getting cheap by the time that game kicked. And no, they were not. They no. were the completely wrong side yeah. no, in that game against Houston. Houston. By the way, game. let me say, if the Ravens come out of this game, win and come out of this game looking good, I think they got to be the second choice in the AFC. Well, I, I don't know. That might, you know. I would say still third. Yeah, Chiefs, so you got the Chiefs, yeah, the, Bills. the Bills. I, I mean, I wouldn't, I yeah. wouldn't shuttle Miami too far down there yet either. But I, you know, I think, I think right now, and we got a long way to go. We got a lot of football yet to be played. I mean, this is first weekend on October. Mm -hmm. You know, but I think you got to maybe look to them if you can find a good futures price on them. I, I know this will it. sound weird because Joe, they, because again, this goes back to the Bengals being broken right now. I don't think the Ravens have played a good offense yet in their four games. They played Houston yeah. in week one with Stroud when they were still trying to figure it out without the tackles. They played Cincinnati where Cincinnati's broken right, right. now. Played the Colts. Colts. They lost that put, game. Put up points. Right. They put 22 on them. And they played DTR last week who was clearly not ready to play an NFL regular season game. Right. And this week, and you know what? It's going to continue for Baltimore. They played Pittsburgh this week with a banged up picket. So who knows what we're getting out yeah. of that. They play Tennessee next week where Tannehill's no. not any good. The first good quarterback they see is Jared Goff. What a statement I just made there. <laughs> but it's true. That's the first good yeah. quarterback that they'll see. And a team that can year. score points. And a team that yeah. can score. So I, I agree with you. Baltimore right now is your fourth favorite in the AFC. Mm -hmm. I want to see a little bit more from them, even though, again, they're well coached. They have a great quarterback. And the defense seems to be mm -hmm. in good standards yet again after, uh, after losing those standards for a little bit. But they're also, you know, in a position. They're they're doing it handling injuries, but it's yes. going to be more difficult to handle those injuries against better against teams. Better teams. Yeah, exactly. All right, there are these broken Bengals. Let's go there. They are in Arizona, wow. Chris. <laughs> these teams are both one and three. Yeah. And right now, <laughs> to me, the Cardinals. I know what I'm getting more out of the Cardinals than I know what I'm getting out of the Bengals at this point, which is kind of an amazing state of affairs for what had happened to the Cincinnati yeah. team. Chris, when he opened, he opened mm. at four, got as high yeah. as four and a half, and it sat at three for four days now. Yeah, I mean, I opened it. I, I think I was a little bit under the market when I opened yeah, it. It was four and a half mostly. Yeah, yeah, I opened at four. I, I I made the number three myself, so I think three right now is really a good number. But I'll tell you the way the way Joe Burrow's played, I, I really don't want much to do with Cincinnati. I mean, he's mm -hmm. got to kind of show you something. He's almost like, you know, sort of on a lesser scale, like Georgia. You're, you're waiting for them because I think yeah. Burrow is among the absolute best quarterbacks in this league. I agree. And man, if I had a choice of a healthy Burrow, other than Mahomes, I don't know how many guys I would pick over him. I mean, he's that good. Um, but right now he's not healthy. I mean, not just not healthy, just doesn't look right. And uh, Josh Dobbs, 
You know, we knew he was a rocket scientist. We didn't know he could play football like this. He's looked so, totally you know. fine so far yeah, through four was, weeks. He looks terrific. Yeah. Uh, I think, gun to my head, I would probably take the Cardinals in this play in this spot just because don't know what I'm getting out of Cincinnati. Does it go back up is the question. Um, it should Look, I, I, don't, I don't know if it does. A healthy burrow, and listen, if things are right with Cincinnati, they're six in this game. Right? I was going to say at least four and a half, so, at least. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's – you know, it, it starts with Burrow and it goes from there in the ripple effect. And by the way, their defense has been <laughs> been awful too. They were terrible last week. So, Couldn't stop the and run. We've seen the, the the Cardinals with the ability to score. So, and it's, this totals up a couple of points, two and a half, three points uh, off the opener. Now sitting at uh, at forty four and a half. So, um, yeah, it's right now. It's all about the uh, the home dog and uh, the over. If Cincinnati is going to make anything out of this season, it starts this week. They have to handle their business as a small favorite on the road against the team that we all had power rated 32 coming into the year. Yeah. They're not 32 anymore, mm-hmm. yeah. but they were 32 coming into the year. I mean, that's where I had them. I, yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit. Yeah, yeah. I think I think most people had them at 32. And if you don't, if you lose this game and you're one and four, you're cooked. That's just the way it is. If yeah. you're one and four, you're not coming back from it. And with a schedule that on the back end for Cincinnati. After this week, their next three games are the Seahawks at the Niners and the Bills. Bills, right? Good yeah. luck. Yeah. If you're one and four going into that stretch, mm-hmm. so wow. it is. Wow, it, you it, might be looking at one and seven. Yeah, no, it's it, it, and I, look, crisscrossing I the country on top yeah. of it. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. It's right. Seattle at home, then then the bye week, then the Niners, then Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Got to have it. It's yeah. again, I don't want to go with the cliche of must win because they're all they're trying to win all of them. But if they lose this game, it might be lights out for the Bengals in 2023, which would be as big of a disappointment as we can remember going into a regular season with a team that a lot of smart people picked to win the whole thing. Oh yeah, I got, this year. I got a lot of money on yeah. in the future. Let's uh, let's go a little due west from Arizona. Let's go to L.A. SoFi. Hey, Cooper Cup looks like he's going to play for the first mm-hmm. time this year yeah. for the L.A. Rams, and the Rams taking on an injury-riddled Philadelphia defense here, Chris. Uh, you open four and a half on the birds, down to four. Uh, total is just uh, going up, forty-seven to forty-eight, to forty-nine and a half, to fifty to fifty and a half on this one. Eesh. Right now, it's my second biggest handle of the week. You know, okay. the Niners and uh, Cowboys, Cowboys being course, number yeah. one. But right now, a lot of opinions, a lot of play on this game. Uh, I, I think the number's great. <laughs> I made the I game agree. four, so uh, you know. Anywhere they want to take me on this one, I'm willing to go. But uh, this looks like a lot of opinions on this one. And uh, you have Cups back and Stafford's healthy. Um, you know, I think that this is, uh, you know, the, the Rams could easily win this game. But, I mean, Philly, what are they, 4-0 and uh, not looking like a 4-0 and team. Uh, but uh, I think this should be a really good matchup. And, you know, like I said, wherever they take me number-wise, I'm, I'm willing to be there. That'd be just fine. Stafford, he practically had a carry him. <laughs> last week toward the He's end of the game. He's going to play. He's not Talk about battling and being a warrior. Um, listen, we know there'll be plenty of Eagles fans there, uh, but the the four and a half is was definitely a take uh, by by professionals. There's and and I get it. I mean this this team is they can score points, uh, and and when you when you show the ability that you're able to score points, and uh, if it comes down to that uh, that last possession, that you know the last. Uh, Part of the uh, of the fourth quarter, then you're alive. So, yeah, tricky, no real surprise that they took the number here. Tricky game for Philadelphia. Tricky yeah. game here, where this Ram team, you're two and two. They've 
looked really bad against Cincinnati in week three. They looked really good early against the, the Colts. Almost blew it, found a way to get it done in overtime. Only lost by Seattle this year. Yeah, only lost by the Seattle. Second half. Yeah. yeah, totally destroyed them in their building, which is yeah. a hard place to play. Not an easy spot for Philadelphia here. Yeah. Listen, you get back to the Rams. Good coach, good quarterback. Exactly. That's always going to keep you in a game. Even you know? even even with a bad offensive line, those those guys. And I we kind of forgot that a lot of people forgot how good John McVay is because they had a down year mm-hmm. last year. You know what? Stafford was not healthy at all. Of course, they're going to have a down year with no with John Wolford and and Baker Mayfield off off the street playing last year. Mm-hmm. And they played all right with Baker. Hey, last Baker year. did fine. Yeah, Baker did fine. I, I, yeah, Baker's one of those guys I root for. You know, for whatever reason. And and the and the the Eagles still, I think, transitioning. Don't forget both coordinators. Yeah, definitely on the offensive um, side, still, right? Vinny. Offensive and defensive coordinators now with head coaching job, well deserved. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, and they, and they're succeeding, but still adjustments, uh, I think, on the part of the Eagles. It's very strange the way we look at Philadelphia, where they're four and zero. They're three and one against the number, and yeah. it's like they're not right. Yeah, <laughs> which boy, a lot of teams would take yeah. not being right. If yeah, they were I four know. And those three yeah. wins against the number, we're all pretty lucky. Oh yeah, yeah. no, a hundred percent. But hey, look, Philly, four and zero, oh, not been perfect, but yeah. the record is perfect still for the Eagles. All right, let's go to Mile High. Denver hosting the New York Jets. Chris, you opened Denver two, went to two and a half uh, during the show. Just, and, yeah, a little while yeah. and 43 and a half up from 43 on this one. Uh, this is a game between one and three teams where the quarterbacks have Wilson as the last name and neither of those quarterbacks are any good at this point in their careers. I got to tell you, it, it looks like a lousy game. I can't wait to watch this. Oh, one. No, anything, yeah. anything, anything is in play in this. Game. Yeah, I know. That's I, I think the drama in this one is fantastic. Yeah, we got a little bit of play on Denver. We wound up going to two and a half. I see a two and a half with juice. Uh, look like Circa is two and a half with juice. I see some juice in a couple other spots uh, on the favorite. Uh, but that's okay. I'm going to take whoever. I, I think I made the number two, and that, that's fine. And uh, they've got a little bit of play on the over as well, which I sure kind of surprised, you know, a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I can't wait to watch this game. I think it's going to be a fun watch. Well, it's the Hackett revenge game. Yeah. Now, because Sean Payton decided to go crazy with his mouth during the offseason. Yeah. I, I think Sean Payton so, really hurt his reputation yeah. so far this year. I, I 100% so agree. He, he quoted he, – he he said that it was last year was the worst coaching job he ever saw. In and Denver, they look right? they look worse yeah, they look, right now. They, they than look they great. Did don't last you year. just don't say that you, don't, you know don't, about your yeah. colleagues. You and I know your competitors, but you're not enemies. You're no. competitors. So no. uh, yeah, look two two and a half. Will it go higher? Maybe if it gets to three, it's you'll see you'll see you'll jet, think you'll, people you'll think be the jet money at three. This is a this is a teaser leg for me on New York up to eight and a half. Perfect classic mm-hmm. Stanford Wong teaser leg. Uh, you know, it, it is a, again, winner Winner of this game stay, it will have a chance to go on a little bit of a run. Losers 1-4, and four, mm-hmm. probably donezo for whoever loses this game if they go to 1-4, and four, especially if it's the Jets because they play the Eagles next week, so they'll be 1-5. and five. And by the way, you know, there's a lot being made about the Jets and, and Wilson and this. Let me tell you something. You know what I think the biggest issue with the Jets has been so far outside of that first game? Their defense. They've, they've. The, op- the opposition has scored first in every Jet game. So for this vaunted defense, right, that everybody talked about, I got to tell you something. I think they're underperforming. They, and it's they're not def- just Wilson. They're definitely underperforming early in games. So, the Jets and the Giants so. are the only two teams not to have a possession on offense without a lead so far. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, so 
Must be uh, that stadium. Uh, yeah, no, of course. something wrong with what else could it be? Something, something wrong with that, uh, with that uh, billion dollar uh, waste of money uh, on that on that place for sure. All right, Chris, I'm very interested to, to, to hear you on this one <laughs> because Minnesota opened a five and a half point underdog here, and it has been a one way ticket to Minnesota backing this week down to three and a half and fifty two and a half. I, right, Chris. What what's going on here? <laughs> I made the number five and a half. Yeah. So when it opened, I think it was right in line with everybody else. I mean, I can show you my sheet. Five and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was stunned. I mean, it's been <laughs> yeah. nothing but a flood. And by the way, we got a, another we got a big money line play on the Vikings too from one of my biggest players. Uh, you know, okay. I guess we're gonna <laughs> a, really a gun to my head, and I'm gonna have to root for Patrick Mahomes, and I'm gonna have to do that. I know you hate. I, guess I know you I hate will. that. I, I guess I'll root for Taylor Swift. I'll root for whoever, but I, I know I'm going to need the Chiefs. Well, right now, it certainly looks like I'm going to need the Chiefs. I don't see that one switching around. I might get a little more close to even by the time we kick off. But, yeah, it's been a flood of Viking money, and I, for the life of me, don't understand why. I, I'm very confused by this one. Of all the moves this week in college and pro, yeah. this is the one move that I'm, I'm a little bit perplexed on why everyone is in a rush to bet Minnesota, because I don't think it's a bad spot, as some may think, for Kansas City. All right, you're playing back-to-back -back road games. Yeah. They're, they're professionals. They're not going to get fatigued by this Kelsey Swift stuff. So <laughs> I would hope not. I, I don't think so. It's very strange here, Vinny. I, you know, what's strange is when you look at it, this is the fifth game of the season. Um, in most of the games, money's coming against the Chiefs. That's And we've never been at a loss for, for Chief money over no. the years. But but if you look at it, Chris, this is not the this is not the first time this year that we've seen this, right? Wait, that the Raiders, I mean, it's they've come in against. Uh, well, they they bet they they bet Detroit in Week One. Detroit, yeah. Kelsey injury played a role yeah, in that. Sure, and Chris, um, and Chris Jones. And right? they bet the Jets last they week. The yeah, Jets, why the guys did? We're all yeah, over I mean, the, yeah, the pros. Well, the pros have, uh, have have taken the points, and again, points are at a premium in in, in, <laughs> in the NFL. I, I've I've seen this happen before with the pros a couple of times. You know, let's go to last year. They bet against TCU every, every week and week. They might have gotten it all back against Georgia, but we don't pay per point. We right. pay win or lose. Uh, but they bet against TCU every week. And I see this every once in a while. Remember me and my, our old friend Gil we used to laugh. They take away your wise guy card if you bet, didn't bet the Jaguars every week. And they just kept losing and losing and losing. Right. And uh, they're betting against Kansas City every week this, this year. And if I got a root for the Chiefs again, I guess I'll root for them. It's not a bad thing. No, no not a bad thing for you guys. I, I will if this somehow gets to three, and I don't think it would last even a blink, Vinny. But this no, would be Kansas City instant, pretty easily. It's an instant. Uh, yeah, lay, yeah, and at three and a half, I still, I again, yeah. Go ahead, Kirk Cousins, beat me, beat me, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, uh, that that's that's all it'd be for me. And it's not like Minnesota well, played. Public, I think, not like Minnesota even played well last. By week. the way, they won because of a defensive. They haven't played well all year. Exactly. Is, is you know, and there's talk of of Cousins possibly being traded. It's not happening. The now. Jets or to. New England, I don't know if that plays anything into this at all, but uh, I think the other part is this too. You know, this is a 125 Pacific game, so what's rolling to it? I think the public uh, will still come in on the Chiefs at some point. Let's get to the game of the year so far in the NFL. Dallas at San Francisco, Sunday night football. Boy, what a dream. You get the best game of the, of the first five weeks of the year in a primetime slot, so this is going to be a ridiculous handle game. 
on the Niners and the boys. Chris, they have taken Dallas yep. from four to three and a half. Total hasn't moved the whole week, sticking at 45. Well, the guy came in that Jimmy showed us the tickets yep. and, uh, I, and Ashley Eck back there, she's, uh, she always does my what ifs for me on the weekends, you know? And I said, hey, Ash, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a dollar come post time. We're going to still need the, we're going to still need the, the uh, we're going to need the, the uh, Cowboys. Okay. She says, no, I don't want to bet that guy. Cause I know you're right. We're going to need the Cowboys. I said, okay. Yeah. So, uh. I was more than happy to take that bet. I think come Sunday night, they'll come in strong on the 49ers. That's mm -hmm. my hunch. They are the best team. They're better coached. Uh, you know, dare I say they're better quarterbacked? I think right now you probably got to There's say a that. legitimate argument to be made. Yeah. For the first month of the season that Brock Purdy has been one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. As wild of a statement as that is, he has been very good this for the first month. This kid is pretty good. I yeah. mean, I like what I see out of him. And uh, so I, th I think they'll come back in on, on the Niners, and I think I'll probably close back to four. You know what makes Purdy so good is this is where coaching is, is, is a, a great example, I, I believe, of good coaching. And, again, um, sometimes I think they, you know, they get a little, a little too complicated. Um, but they have a system. They've devised a system for him, and he stays within the system. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, they have an extremely versatile group of weapons. Yeah. You know, they've got wide receivers that that can that can run the ball. They've got running backs that can receive the ball. Um, you know, McCaffrey, in my opinion, is probably the most impactful player to the number outside of uh, a quarterback. Maybe the the the, the most impactful non-quarterback to the number. He is one of, if not the most important one. I mean, he's the second coming of Roger Craig, Chris. Yeah. Remember Roger Craig oh, during all those, uh, those great, great nine or yeah. uh, Super Bowl years where he was as dangerous to receive the ball Terrific uh, as, as rushing, and I and I see that with McCaffrey. And the one thing I would say about the Niners, too, they're the best run-after-catch team yeah. in the league, and part of that is the scheme. Now, yeah. Debo Samuel's great. You know, McCaffrey's I've great. great. You know, yeah. Kittle's I, great. All those guys are great, but their scheme puts them in the right place. Yeah. Uh, you know, listen, defense, a lot of it is playing in your lane, mm -hmm. filling in the angles, yeah. doing all that stuff. They know how to play against that, and they, they put their guys in great opportunities to gain yards after the A hundred percent. I I do like the Niners. I do like the Niners. I just think they are they are the best team. They are better better coached, and in the end, you got the game at home. And until Dallas beats them, it's – Going to be on the Niners for me here. I'll be I'll be with the public on this one. I can tell you that one is yeah, also. The public good. wins plenty of games. Oh, I know. I'm just going to point to. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, I know we're getting close to. Uh, oh, we, yeah, I yeah. know. All right. Well, unless I'm following, I follow your instructions. Well, you're the host. We were you're told. The, you're the quarterback. No, you. No, Raiders you're just be... went to. Uh, Raiders just went to one and a half on Monday night yeah. here at South Point. So. I guess that's a Garoppolo. Move. That's a Garoppolo. Garoppolo's in reaction. He's in, and I would imagine it won't stop at one and a half by the time that game kicks. Yeah, it's probably. up to two in other spots. Yeah, and yeah. probably going higher. Keep going. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little plenty to say about that on Sunday and Monday here on this show. Also, too, uh, noon, on, noon Monday, on Monday. On Monday, new show. New show. Frank Nicotaro will be hosting. Show name to be determined. <laughs> right? No, we have. No, we oh, you have the show. name. Punchline. Punchlines. Oh, there we Punchlines. go. See, I was I wish I'd known Frank's that. Frank's a Frank's a comedian. And, yes. You know, he's been a host, radio host, and you know, sports. He's not just a comedian, you know. No, but he's he, he is among his many, many hats that he wears, but he's also hosted handicapping shows. Punchline. 
Punchline. I like it. Do it That's right. I like it. I, we want we want a big rock'em sock'em robot uh, graphic now, right? Uh, <laughs> Talk to hands. He's devising <laughs> something. So be on the look at That's going to be on. That's going to be noon Pacific noon on, on Monday. Monday. Monday noon to one on Monday. Noon to one on Monday. Frank Nicotaro, Punchline, the show, and then we'll be back at three o'clock on Monday Correct. as always. And Vinny, Alex White, and I Saturday and Sunday eight tomorrow nine on Sunday, and of course our football Friday as always two hours. Here at the South Point Studio for Chris Andrews, for Vinny Maliola, I'm Jeff Parles. This has been Sports by the Book here at the South Point Studio. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the college football edition.